Hello, everyone. Happy, happy, year? happy. Well, New year? we've already done the New Year show. Remember, I know. Tim? Remember, you come all the way out here <clears throat> from Tahuna just to do it on New Year's Day. Private jet. Yep, that's the only way we roll, bruh. Um, the date is the eleventh of January. How was your holiday? Fantastic. That's good. Shit on the beach? No. Piss in the water? Yes. Good. Okay, at least some some form of um some mm. form of being a human in nature. Good. Good. Um It's good to be back. Uh, yeah, I mean I suppose it's the the nature of it is it's fun to go away, but then it's fun to come home. Yeah. Um any highlights? The whole thing. Okay. There are uh, um the weather. It was really the it, sunset. It was good. The tides. Yep. Yeah, it was all good. Um, you shot some pistols. Oh, okay. Highlights. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I had a, that on I'm the show a, notes. I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm a pistol shooting fucking, I don't know. what What's a professional pistol shooter? Pistolier. A pistolier. Pistolier. I'm a pistolier. <laughs> if ever there was a pistolier. <laughs> For the first time I've ever shot a pistol. Pistol Tim. Yeah. Pistol, pistol. Tim, Tim, that's actually a good name. Tim the Pistol Bromley. I like it. <laughs> pow, pow. Tim the Pistol. I like that. The sniper. Well, so you got to shoot a little uh, you know. 22 at the start. Yeah. Get my iron. Yeah. Practice. Yep. Hit some plates. Mm-hmm. Ping, ping, ping. A yep. few ricochets. Ping, ping, ping. Fun. Yep. Then we uh, we got serious. And I don't know the name of the gun. But it was like it's okay. A, that's what we was, do. That's what we do on this podcast. I'll try to find out. But it was a real. It was, it was a, a nine millimeter. It was a nine millimeter. It was okay. a real, real boy gun. Yeah. yeah. And it took. I was surprised. That I have talked to you about this. It took 27, 27 rounds. Oh. Like, fucking hell! You could just keep blasting with it. And you've and got it, it here with you today. So I see. Loud. And you've got the gun here today. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, holding it right now. <laughs> it's a beautiful gun. Couldn't tell you what no, it is. There's <laughs> no Glock, but hey. Um. So are you Fuck, gonna it be, was fun. I, are you going to join the pistol club? If, no, you can start your own pistol club. There's no if they were if they didn't mandate the vax, I'd, I'd join. Yeah. Well, you start your own unvaccinated Tim's unvaccinated pistol club. I'd join. Bring your own gun. I'd join. I'd join. Yeah, I couldn't even after the twenty two. I couldn't believe, my, like my heart was racing. I really had to like. Taking some deep breaths, yep. relax a little bit, because I was just Get mindful. Fucking, I was just shaking and just like, oh, this is awesome, and yep. I'd run back down, throw the fucking um, plates back up, and, and I'm like, geez, I've got to calm down, and especially yeah. with the nine millimeter, it's like, like, relax, relax, you, because have, it went. Did you get any fucking, photos? No, of course not. Because it would have been good to have. Did you have your wee muffs on and your wee eye protection? Had muffs on, had my eye protection on. Ah, but see, we fuck, really, it was loud. We really needed that. It, we it really was, needed the vision of Tim with his muffs and his eye protection with his. I couldn't believe how piece. fun it was. I bet. Y- yeah. So. I'm, I've never. I haven't ever shot a pistol. Ah, interesting. You know, it's a bit tougher than you zorned. But then we was doing left hands and right oh, yeah. hands and. Yeah. Fuck, I was wavy with the left hand. Okay. Try, yep. it, just the weight of the gun after a while. Gotcha. Yep. Yeah. I, I had to bring it back to my chest and mm-hmm. like. Did you do any? <sighs> did you do the gangster side one? Did you do any of those? I was found that, it is not. That, is that okay? I didn't, but just trying to hold the gun like that. Some Hollywood shooting. It's like it's not very. Not accurate. good. No. Two hands all the time. Um. Not all the time. No, no. Like I said, we. I do. I do. Left. A set of targets, left-handed, yep. then right-handed, and then double, double, yep. double fister. Yeah. Double fister's the one, mate. The double, Any, f- it, double fisting the gun. Double, oh, f- yeah, without a doubt. I double bet. fisting the pistol yeah. is the only way to go. Ah, oh, 
has to be. DF. DF. DFP, right? DFP, <laughs> Timmy B. So that was one of the highlights, me being a fucking pistolier. The pistolier, yep. Yeah. Um, what was the water temp? Fucking... 18? Yeah. It'd be 18, 19. It was nice. Warmer than here. Yeah. yeah I don't was, know what it is here, to be honest. It's probably 16. Yeah. It was very nice. I like it in sort of Feb, March, gets up. Yeah. 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 Yeah, um, okay. So what and, about you? How was your fucking little uh, break? Well, yeah, I did have a bit of time off, not a heap. But, I mean, I very, I don't really have big swathes of time off. Um, uh, I did a lot of stuff around the house, pretty exciting stuff. Painted a few rooms, all exciting. Uh, did a lot of gardening. I've sprinkled in a couple of wee jobs, you know, keep the bank balance ticking over. Yep. Um, but no, it's been good, been chilling, weather's been good, um, but yeah, um, as far as big standout things, I've just been fucking around at home, which kind of to me is my standout thing for the most part. Well, you find it fun. Yeah, I like it. Um, but yeah, so what have we got on the, oh, okay, so here's my basic housekeeping. Have you finished watching 2001 Space Odyssey? Fuck no. And I've tried so many times. And I don't I just don't know. Like, I don't know if I can make it through. Where do we go from here? Are we at an impasse? What about if you read the book? I would be more inclined to read the book. Maybe you should read the book. I mean, I haven't read the book. The book is Childhood's End. Let's have a look. I could try. Let's have a look. Arthur C. Clarke, Childhood's End. I believe that's the book. According to Wikipedia, Childhood's End is a 1953 science fiction novel by the British author Arthur C. Clarke. Okay. Oh, no, that, no, I don't think that is it. No, that's not it. Let's go. Sorry, uh, sorry, listeners. We're just um, we're just doing our usual on air <laughs> fucking around. <laughs> <clears throat> Bibli oh biography. What I need is his bibliography. Oh Jesus, he was uh, prolific. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so two thousand one Space Odyssey film with Stanley Kubrick. So he when did he write the book? Oh yeah. So okay. Ah, oh, gotcha. 2001 A Space Odyssey is a 1968 science fiction novel by British writer Arthur C. Clarke. It was developed uh, concurrently. So basically, he wrote the book and Stanley did the movie pretty much like... Straight away. Yeah. Um, Clarke and Kubrick worked on the book together, but eventually only Clarke ended up as the official author. The story is based on in part on various short stories by Clark, including The Sentinel. Um, uh, well, oh, The Sentinel? Yeah. Written in 1948. Ah, I'm reading I'm reading The Sentinel at the moment. Is it this Sentinel? No, it's a different Sentinel. Okay. It's a uh, Jack Reacher ah, Sentinel. Jack Reacher round. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's just obvious for me. Jack Reacher, Jack Reacher round. I mean... <laughs> It's asking to be renamed. Yeah, I don't know why I didn't think of it. But How's yeah. the reach around? It was actually really good. I'm, 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 good. I'm, I'm about. I'm almost 
Oh, I'm ninety percent through it. Is it just like so? It's just it's, a, a fiction, fiction, non, no brainer, no brainer. Yeah, I like so a no brainer every now and again. And the best thing about it is it's so fucking easy to read. Okay. I and like I don't know. I don't know if that makes a good author or a bad author. I don't know what no, makes. No, I mean, listen. No, um, I mean, easy to read has got to be good. Yeah. So I don't know what makes a good author and what doesn't. But all I'm comparing it is to the last couple of books I've read. So I'm reading actively reading Harry Potter through the Harry Potter series. Yep. With just Scarlet. I just watched the movie. Sorry. Um. And what book are you up to? Number four. Which is. Ah, uh, don't, don't worry know. about it. Yeah. yeah. We've got time. Um. It sucks to read. Harry Potter. Potter is very hard to read mm. compared to this Jack Reacher shit. Where it's been a long time since I've read a... She's a page turner. Yeah, long time since I've read a fiction like that. And it's so easy to read. Yeah. And I'm thinking the whole time, I'm thinking, fucking Harry Potter bitch. Like, it's, so, it's too complicated. It's actually really hard to read. And it's really hard to read for kids. Maybe it makes you a better reader if you can read it. But it's, I don't know. There's something about it that I don't like. Every time I'm reading, I'm like, geez, she worded this funny. You didn't need to word it like this. And then I read Jack Reacher. And I'm like, fucking hell, this is, like you say. It's, who, writes, it? who writes those books, Jack Reacher? Um, it does, does Tom Cruise play him in the movies? Is yeah. Correct? But it correct? Yeah, which is a bit of a bit weird when he's supposed to be like 6'5", and this is a big dude. Is he gay? Reacher. Yeah. No. So no, which why is, they use Tom Cruise? Why they used a short gay guy, I've got no idea. <laughs> Bloody good actor, though. <laughs> yes, he's a very good actor. Do you like Tom? Oh, I like Tom. <clears throat> I like his movies. I like his movies. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've, I haven't seen him for a while, but, I mean, the times I have, he's he's always been nice to me. He wasn't, never let me look him in the eyes or anything, but, you know, I'd be seriously reprimanded if I looked him in the eyes. Yes, of course. But, you know, if you can get past that, yeah. nice enough guy, you know, old Tommy. So how we got to that. Books. Yeah, books. books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so you might want to just read 2001 Space Odyssey, the novel by Arthur C. Clarke. Yeah. Okay, well, that's your, I... I'm going to try, I'll try Let's try and get it done by the middle of the year. Okay. I want to put to <laughs> that's, that's a, uh, that's a reasonable goal, yeah. Is it doable? Yeah, that's good. I'm, um, I've, I've finished, um, Wall Street and the Rise of Hitler. Look, we're all of a sudden turned into the, the, the Joel book and book corner. <laughs> um, well, I suppose it beats talking about... Other things, doesn't it? Yeah. It, yes, I think people are a little bit. But I did and read. Everyone's a, on holiday. I bet read a book about uh, a couple of tales from Auschwitz as well. Oh, yeah. oh, that's always. I mean, that's always a real. That's always good stuff. Yeah, it was fantastic. Oh. Just the some of the parallels to what's going on at the moment. Oh, I mean, like everywhere you turn in the book, you're like, Jesus. If if some people could read this and see where they're going wrong. What were they? What were they doing there? Were wearing masks or something? No, no. Oh. But they were. They what were they were, doing? It were they putting? Were they? Were they? Were they, they were trialing experimental drugs on them? Uh, that and oh, shit. That they were implementing rough. sort of laws and oh, rules, yeah. and they were going along with. Some people just go along with these rules. Oh, they were. They were self policing huh. in a lot of these camps. <laughs> they were knocking on each other Jeez. on their fellow man. Wow. Yeah, on their friends, Snitching. on their families. Wow, that's rough. Yeah, this is this this is inside the camps. Oh, I didn't. I was unaware of that. Yes. Huh. There's a lot of that going on. Well, it's it's what I suppose it's what happens when people are under all sorts of pressure. Yeah. People start doing crazy shit. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, I have. 
I tidied up uh, Wall Street and the rise of Hitler. Interesting read. Um, What's the takeaway? Um, well, I've bought the other two books in the series. So you have to read three to make it make sense? No. Nah. No. Nah. Nah, they're all standalone books, but they are all tied to Anthony C. Sutton. Huh? <laughs> to Wall Street? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anthony C. Sutton's, um, his, the, his whole premise is, um, yeah, I think I've already talked about this, but briefly that Wall Street, well, big players on Wall Street had a major role in creating essentially all of the big 20th century ideologies, essentially. Communism, fascism, and then the sort of uh, FDR, um, New Deal, sort of social, democratic, whatever that, you know, handed out. The, yeah. So basically it was all, according to Anthony C. Sutton, Wall Street played a large part in all of them. The funding everything. Funding the the Rus the Soviets and the Nazis and the Yangs. Obviously the Yangs. But um which is interesting because I was talking to you earlier about Elon doing an interview with Dan Carlin from uh Hardcore History and they were talking about how the Germans had shitty gas, like aviation gas and it was interesting because, according to Anthony C. Sutton, who is a quite an esteemed historian, I believe, that was not his take at all. It was a Standard Oil of New Jersey, which is essentially the Rockefellers. Was, you know, they were the Nazis and them were working pretty close together. Same with like General Electric, I.G. Farben, all these big, big chemical, whether it be chemical oil you know, manufacturing, you know, the Ford, you know, Ford, Ford Motor Company, they're all hand in hand with the Nazis, not even, even in the war, they were, you know, whereas you listen to Elon and Dan Carlin, they're kind of cock a hoop about how good the American stuff was in the end, and how they had the really good gas, and how the Nazis had the bad stuff, and, uh, it's interesting. And they're all getting their hardware off the same people. Somewhat. Yeah, All their materials. Somewhat. Yeah, like uh, even to the point where I think it was ITT, which is a, I think it's, um, what was ITT? I believe it was an American, um, well, we say American, but they're not, um, you know, these are essentially transnational fucking, um, transnational company. Like they don't really care about who they're selling their goods to. Yeah, pretty much. Is, so is there a standard, like with lots of the guns and the ammunition and stuff like that, are there, are there worldwide standards? So uh, um, say an ammunition manufacturer could make bullets and would they be standardised for lots of different lots of different guns on both sides? Oh, no. Nah. Well, I'm way, this is way out of my wheelhouse. But I mean, obviously there's the NATO round. Yeah. But then there's then there's so the, NATO could the NATO round could be used for two competing factions and they're using the same bullet. Oh, totally be using the same. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. But whoever's that. making that round oh, is just that, like that's, that's that's where you want to be. You want to be so making the forever. Rounds. This is what's been happening. Yeah, yeah, all, yeah. all totally. the wars, the manufacturers of uh, certain products. Yeah. They just sell it to whoever's going to buy it. Yeah, I'm sure AK-47s are fighting AK-47 sometimes or whatever variant of an AK-47 <laughs> exists now. Trying to find this, uh, where is it? 
ITT, ITT, oh, here we go, ITT. ITT, which requires 24 hours Okay, what is ITT? So this is, um, oh, yep. ITT Inc., formerly ITT Corporation, is an American worldwide manufacturing company based in Stamford, Connecticut. So I believe ITT had quite a stake in Fokker Wolf, um, which was a, they made planes for the Nazis. Well, it's a German, you know, German company. And I believe IT2 Corporation, which had acquired a 25% stake in the company prior to the war, won $27 million in compensation in the 1960s for the damage that was inflicted on its share of the Fokker Wolf plant by World War II Allied bombing. How the fuck does that work? So these, so Wall Street, people would invest in all these foreign companies. So all these, could could you as an American citizen have shares in German manufacturing? Like was that a thing back then? Oh, I mean, you read. Could the, you be a shareholder in German manufacturing? Oh, fuck yeah, they were all they were all on each other's boards. Yeah, like if you look in the book, it 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 overlays. The Germans and Americans who were all on all the boards of all these big companies, and though it was a, just a, it was a hive of capitalist pigs, you know, and it it went right into the war, and pretty much nearly none of them got they none of them you're like you wheel out um you know the people that get put on the stand like um like old uh what was his fucking name who was the Luftwaffe boss oh Hermann Göring, Göring. and shit. Like the big names, there's a few big names got put up. I mean, obviously, Ad, well, I mean, we're told Adolf blew his brains out. Oh no, I saw it. He poisoned himself. Hey, eh? no, what happened? No, the sorry, the Goebbels poisoned themselves. Hitler, I don't know. Does anyone really know? Wow, it's yeah. For the sake of it, we'll say Hitler was already dead. <coughs> Goebbels was already already dead. What about Himmler? Did Heinrich. did Heinrich, did he? I don't know how he died. But He's anyway, definitely Goering was at Nuremberg. And, um, but he, see, he, you know, he, he, he had a, um, he had a cyanide pill. He, he, he got him, he, he got himself. He got himself. So he didn't end up going to the gallows, basically. Or however they, how did they kill them? Did they hang them or did they foreign squad them? Anyway, he didn't, he didn't go out like that. He went out on his own terms. All that aside, None of the industrialists industrialists got any of that treatment. They all got off scot free, made tons of cash, and yeah, I was just it was interesting listening to Elon and and Dan Cullen talking the other day. And I wonder, you know, I mean, it's Elon Musk, you know, Mister Smarty Pants, and obviously, I mean, very intelligent chap. But I'm 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 wondering, have I got the wrong information from Anthony C. Sutton, esteemed historian, or do Dan Carlin and and you know, or what you know? Lean a bit hard American. They might be leaning a bit hard American, you know, and you can't hold it against them. Well, you, actually, no, you can, but um, <laughs> let's hold it against them. No, let's not. Uh, but anyway, this is interesting. Just at the bottom here, um, just to, you know, this is seemingly how it works. Uh, Fock of, this is getting a little bit, a little bit of sneaky plane talk here. <laughs> so imagine Flock of Wolf. They were, you know, they were shooting down. I mean, if our great, so let's just hypothetically say our great granddads were fighting in the war. So these planes, and this is just how it goes. You mean you can't? Yeah, you might know my great granddad. His name was uh, Willie Huber. 
Oh, have you yeah. heard of him? Yeah. Oh, bloody good guy by all accounts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bloody good guy, mate. He's a, I heard he's a bit of a carve dog up in Mount Hart. <laughs> he was, mate. He's just car. He loved to carve. <laughs> he's carve. Um, Focke-Vall formally merged into, I love German names, even though I can't say them properly, Visser Flog in 1964, becoming, I won't say that one, VFW, which after several further mergers became the European Aeronautic Defence and Space Company, NV, EADS. And then EADS was later reorganised as Airbus. So these companies just, you know, so, you know, they that company is essentially, it's not the same company, but it kind of is. It's the yeah. it's the same. Let's rebrand this bitch. <laughs> Let's rebrand it. Meta and, now, and move still, on. We're still, you know, I mean, this, is no, this is not blowing anyone's brains that, you know, Every time we go to Auckland, we're going to Auckland on the Airbus A320. Essentially, you know, it's the same guys that were building FW uh, Focke-Wulf 190s in the in the war and shooting down, you know. And and that's the thing they they make the tin, and they really aren't taking any risks, really. No, they would sell it to whoever wants it. <laughs> well, then they come out the war, they change the name, they change it again, and. Everyone gets back into capitalist pig mode, and and uh, yeah, so <clears throat> but yeah, so I wrap that up, and now I'm reading another really cheery one, uh, which I showed you in there, but I should have brought it out here, but it, you know, I don't want to bore everyone too much with it. But it, this one's called The Dead Hand Pulitzer Prize winning book, I might add. Don't know where I heard about it, but I just had it written on my book list for a long time and then ordered it recently. The Dead Hand, it's all about Cold War, um, the, the the Soviets and the US arsenals and how they were just on the edge of, you know, blowing up the planet and it's, um, I'm only like 60 odd pages in but it's, I love reading those old Cold War books where it's all, you know. I mean, you find a little story about how close oh, we actually came. It's like at the moment, it's all about Ray, uh, Ronald Reagan, and you know the Russians, uh, the KGB agents are in London, and it, there's heaps of um. To make there's a lot, there was a lot of skullduggery, like you know, there's U.S. Navy sailors that are they're doing massive exercises off um, like East Asia in like 1983 and. Yeah, you know, the Americans have got like three carrier battle groups and they're doing all these exercises and the Russians are kind of, the Russians are bobbing round, but the, the Americans kind of wrapped up the exercise, which is a big exercise. It goes on for, it might be a couple of weeks of them just, you know, they're, they're simulating blowing up the Soviet <coughs> Union, basically. Yep. And after it all wrapped up, there were people in the US Navy sort of hierarchy and they're like, oh, it was really weird. Like the Russians weren't really, they didn't have all their intelligence gathering planes out and they didn't really care that much we were there which is really strange for for the for the for the soviets and then it went on to talk about how um there was this guy on the boat on the one of the big aircraft carriers and he he was like the head radio man and he was a he was a russian agent was he yep. well he was a u.s sailor but he was and he had been um Another guy in further up the chain in the U.S. Navy had taken him under his wing, and he was basically fucking just. He was keeping all of the comms, how they do everything, 
And then every couple of months, he'd meet old mate when he was back in America, and he'd just give them a big rubbish bag full of all the fucking all the all the real sensitive shit. Wow. And the Russians were just, you know, and both sides were doing it, obviously. Yeah. But um, yeah, the bit I'm reading at the moment's Reagan, Harry, sort of, you know, he he, they went through a few cold war. Yeah, you know, they went through a few drills when Reagan come in like early '80s, and how much of a real shit show it was, like. You know, the let's just hypothetically. I mean, the Americans are always saying the Soviets launch, obviously. They yeah, yeah, yeah. So they launch a first strike, and they've got like eight minutes, you know, from when they launch to when it's like mushroom clouds. So, <clears throat> you know, Reagan got some cons. How, how fast can they pick it up? That's the thing. Like, you might pick it up in a minute or two. So you might have about six minutes. And in that six minutes, you've got to decide whether you're just going to sacrifice Chicago, New York, and L.A. and just take it. Or try to intercept. Well, there's no interception. No interception? Not really. There is a little bit of interception these days, but not really. Or Or just fire back. Fire back and just level. (coughs) So it's not really... Wow. So Reagan kind of, you know, he... He had this, you know, he... he Where's the decision-making done from? Is it done in D.C.? Or is it done... Well, it's, cra- it's, it's, all, it's all over the show. Are there decentralised places everywhere it's that all over, it. like You have, like, NORAD, which is in the Cheyenne Mountains in Colorado, and they'll pick it up. And, I mean, I suppose you've got all these different platforms. You've got the planes, you've got the doomsday plane, you've got all the planes flying around, and then you've got all the... But it turned out that the the com the, all the communications and how complicated it was... In a real world scenario, it really wasn't going to work. So a lot of the times, they wouldn't have even gotten the, they wouldn't have gotten a clear decision to. So that was the whole that Reagan got these consultants in, and a lot of them were like, "Hey, this is not this is not working." So they did some simulations, and they wouldn't they wouldn't have the actual real president in there some of the time. They'd have like a pretend president yep. to play the role, but then apparently one time. And then later on in the exercise, they got Ronald to sit in, and then he kind of um, he realized he realized he's like shit. This is a fucking this is this we're is, gonna get. There's nothing we can do. This is wacky, and this is just according to this book. And the guy is like, it's a you know, it's a Pulitzer Prize winning book, and it's all got blurbs by the Washington Post. So bear that in mind. Yeah, it's painting Reagan. Out like he's just you know a well-meaning president, yeah. And I don't know if he was or he wasn't. A lot of people say he wasn't. A lot of people say he was. But basically, this is where Reagan and people around him had the idea for 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 SDI, which is well they call Star Wars, which essentially was what you're talking about. Which is none of the technology existed at this point, and they never actually got it fully it never they never implemented it fully but they probably blew hundreds of millions of dollars if not billions on it and that was a space-based detection slash elimination yep lasers and all sorts of shit and didn't didn't pan out but the thing with it is imagine having the contract to do it yeah and you never had to make it work yeah totally oh that's the thing well that's like a lot of it like how many, how many fucking, how much shit does the military industrial complex sell? And most of it never, ever oh. give, ever, ever gets used. And you don't even have to test it correctly no. in, in real life. Cause it's just hypothetical. It's all hypothetical. So, so basically the way that was perceived, so, so Reagan, let's just give for the sake of the argument. He was saying, 
we want to be able to fend off an attack. That's the best bet. Defense. Well, let's go away from offense. But then, of course, the, the Soviets viewed that as, oh, you know, the, you know, everyone, no one, you know, every, it's, it's like crazy chaos, confusion. So the Soviets are looking at them like, uh, according to the book, and this is, you know, the general story you hear is, they look at, the Yanks want to do this now, and they're like, okay, so the way the Soviets view it is, they can launch a first strike, obliterate the Soviet Union, and when we, when, when the Soviet, if the Soviets get their missiles off, the Americans can shoot the so they can essentially annihilate Soviet Union and then shoot the retaliation down yep. and they're like done. So instead of it being a oh look we've got this defensive weapon this is gonna this is great it it, it wasn't great you know it, it what well, wasn't great for the Soviets they were like shit not good and I mean long story short um, you know. Uh, even though they didn't get the Star Wars program running, I mean the, the Soviets basically they fucked out in nineteen, you know, late 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 eighties, early nineties. Anyway, so it may have just been enough to just you know bankrupt them over the edge. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, there was heaps of um. Yeah, there was yeah there was uh. There's, there's a bit about K, uh, KGB agents in in London and. They're, they're living in London, they're like, oh, this isn't that bad here, actually. This might be all right. So they were handing heaps of shit over to the British intelligence, but then they were getting reports from, they were getting their orders from the Kremlin, and, you know, according to these spies that were colluding with the POMs, you know, the at this time in the early 80s, you know, the Soviets were just, it was like paranoiasville. Like they, were, they thought the Yanks were on, you know, that it was like they thought they were it was close like the yanks were getting ready to first strike them and the but it seemed like that the you know the politburo or the people that the big wigs in, in in moscow were really out of touch with western world obviously because they you know they're in their own little and they were you know they were telling the agents all sorts of weird shit like um you know, keep an eye out for an uptick in like blood donations, and keep an eye on the price of blood, and and then the sort of the agents were kind of like blood. I mean, they, there's no price for blood. Like they didn't even know how it worked. They thought that like the West had like a. I mean, maybe they do at some point, but they thought that blood the was blood bank was a real. Bank. They thought there was like <laughs> a blood stock. Like maybe, maybe, hey, maybe there's a group that does do that, but typically in the West, I think of children. I think Virgin it's Virgin Blood. Isn't it just isn't it just uh Hillary Clinton, I think she's got she's got the, the vaults yeah. for that. Yeah, I think there's a few Her and the Queen. I think there's a few having a skull. <laughs> Alan? You reckon Alan? Alan, yep. Yeah. She has a sip, doesn't she? And Oprah. Oh, definitely Oprah. How do you reckon they get you know? It's like some people just use face cream and those bitches. They just, just use baby blood. Yeah. Coagulated baby blood, rub yeah. it over their well, face. Well, it's at least got to be virgin blood, eh? Oh, yeah. Vir yeah, yeah. At yep. least virgin blood. Yeah. So yeah. So anyway, so that's my later. Oh, you know, you know me, Tim. I love to read the warm fuzzy books. You know, all yeah. the fuzzies. You're you're doing Auschwitz, and I'm doing um, Cold War nuclear brinksmanship on the edge of doomsday. It's fun. I love it. I love it. It's. It, I like it. It's. You know. You know. And back to the missile defense. So what happened with the defenses too is that you know because you're in an arms race, you know you're like okay, you guys want to have a missile defense shield, then we'll just build missiles that have fucking 
30 warheads and they'll go into space and they'll all re-enter in a different spot. You know, they just overload the defense. So like those uh, fireworks that go up. Yeah. And they, they go all, boom. Yeah. And, they and then they go boom, 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 boom. So, you know, for every action, Tim, there's a reaction. So Who thought up that? I don't know. I think it's just been going on since <laughs> we started um, agriculture. Okay. Pre-agriculture, I don't think we gave a fuck about that shit, did we? No, I don't think we did at all. Huh. I think so. It's about, yeah, we're 15,000 years in, aren't we, roughly? Out of 300. I heard the other day on a podcast that they've pushed out modern, anatomically modern Homo sapiens sapiens to 315,000 years now. Oh, yeah. It's crazy to think, hey, it's like there's 300. So, you know, you know it's crazy to think 200,000 years ago. You could pluck one of us. Well, it probably wouldn't look like us. I mean, it would. You know, maybe they're all. I don't know. Where were they centered? Was it? Was it? Was everyone more yeah. or less in Africa? Yeah. Or they're just creeping out At of three hundred thousand years. But it's crazy to, to think that you could just pick one of them up, and they'll be like, you know, the aliens would be like, let's go back and do, and they'd chop them, and they'd be like, yeah, they're basically the same as the twenty twenty two ones. Crazy. Yeah. Nuts. But you know, but but for two. For 300,000 years, according to uh, hashtag trust the science, and I'm not I'm not saying, but 300, for 300,000 years, we were just, like, it's well, back to 2001 Space Odyssey, it's essentially that. Like, I know you can't get through it, but that's what they're saying. It's like, we, what are the, fa- see, this is the thing, the phases you go through. So we're in this one phase for so long, hunting and gathering, you know, some, t- some, some, in the last few hundred years, some scientists have made out like it was like a, a rough existence. It seems rough, but, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't, maybe it wasn't as rough as, I mean, you know, you can have all the comforts. You can have air con and a, and a, like a, an, an ice, ch- ice coffee frappe or whatever. or whatever it is, like <laughs> what we just had. And we could be standing here inside earlier with the air con on, but I mean. Is or we that, could hang out with the boys trying to walk down a fucking moose or something yeah that's still pretty good you know but you know people now will be like oh god i don't want to hunt animals but you know yeah but if you don't know any it's in us if tv wasn't there you can't watch it and if covid wasn't a thing you can't catch it so you know there's the three what are the things there's there was that what was the next stage basically i was listening to another thing by richard dolan who's like a he mostly does UFO stuff on YouTube. He's a well-known author, Richard Dolan. You, you know, he's a he's a more skeptical, very well, very knowledgeable guy, Richard Dolan. So he doesn't just do UFOs and aliens. He will sometimes go into what's happening at the moment, and he's just talking about. The other day, I was listening to. In fact, yesterday was another part. I was listening to him talking about you know the stages and how we're entering like maybe a fourth stage, and the fourth stage is well, not good. I mean. It's good if you want to be like a machine, part machine. If you don't, you know, you might be um, might be living out in the countryside, like I was telling you earlier, wearing clothes that look like the clothes they wore on the Nebuchadnezzar in the Matrix. You know, like a fisherman's jersey with a bit of a hole in it. And I welcome that. I look forward to that. You know, I look forward to looking kind of, you know, holy woolly jersey. Living well, off the land. Yeah. It just Why needs in, to the, be... in the mega cities, there's like people plugged into virtual reality, living in their 
fucking Ready Player One world. Eating out of a tube. Yeah. Ah. Ah. I'll take the fisherman that jersey with holes in it. Yeah. <coughs> um. Where was I? Oh yeah. I'm just trying to think of the other stages. Obviously, because he said there's four. So the first stage was just fucking romping around on the savannas, fucking hunting and gathering, and then. Oh, you started agriculture. Then agriculture. So this this is all this is all happened quick. You can and see then, you can see how quickly they go. And then like what what does he call it? Like modernity. So you, you imagine or? yeah, your modernity. So you imagine imagine the chunk. Imagine when you put your two hands up and you have the chunk of three hundred thousand hunter gathering. Yep. And then then all of a sudden, boom! They start doing agriculture. Put your hands together. Hands yeah. together, and it's like it's like boom! Yeah. It's like fifteen thousand years ago, and that's being generous. Eh? It might have been twelve thousand years ago, and then and then fucking what? Like three hundred years ago. We started um, industrialising. Yeah. And then that was... Then that's an even shorter little clap. And then and then that time's now... Well, we're nearly post that. And now we're at the... What you could... Sorry to get doom and gloom in the start of 2022. But you'd say was the end stage of humanity. Which is the... And, you know, Merging with machines? Yeah. Something like that. I mean, it ain't going to be... It ain't going to be you and me. But and it might not even be our kids, but grandkids. I mean, are they going to be in the Goo Pod like Neo and Trinity? Maybe not the Goo Pod. Maybe yeah, part of them. Yeah, would be Goo. Maybe we could they could fix we could fix them easy. Maybe. Yeah, I just mean how are they going to be? Like how are they going to how are they going to be? Or is it not going to be? Maybe it's can just we? Gonna... Will we get to a stage where we can regrow? Yeah, yeah, totally. Maybe it'll just be like the CRISPR, like that might the be DNA the start. sequencing. And the they start will might... be regrowing arms and legs and bits of body parts. Yep. And then it will be, maybe I could just all be yep. computerized silicon, whatever. In silico. In silico. In silico, yeah. It was interesting too. Um, another, I know, um, I know you're a big, you're a big UFO researcher. I know... I know. You, well, I, I've, I've big... done. I've done the research, and I've I've been able to stop because I've found out it's all bullshit. You know, so I know it's all bullshit. So I, I don't even have to look so anymore. So could I? Could I recommend to you? I've seen it <laughs> to you. Did to... you see it? Yeah. No, I haven't looked at it. I so Sean Lee, um, shout out to Sean Lee. He sent me this video, this YouTube video, um, University of YouTube dot com. Um, of a Aussie, an Aussie, a true blue ochre, he's, you might like it, Tim. You know, I, I listened to the whole thing when I was in Arthur's past yesterday. It's three hours long. Uh, and on the dude, the dude who's, who's hosting it on his YouTube channel, the YouTube channel, 128,000 uh, subscribers, thank you very much. Uh, it's more, it's quite a sciencey, it's a sciencey YouTube channel. It's called Theories of Everything. With Kurt, someone or other. But theories of everything with Kurt, with a C, you'll find it. But I've already sent you the link. I've sent you the documents. And the chat from Aussie, the journalist, and you'll probably recognise him, because he's been on 60 Minutes and 7 and all the big fucking Aussie channels, but yep. now he's a freelance journalist. His name's Ross Ross Coulthard. C-O-U-L-T-H-A-R-T. Ross Coulthard on UFOs, the Wilson Memo, Sapphire Project, and Human Abductions. Do you think he could drag me back in? Think, I um... think you'll listen to him. He's an he's a freelance investigative journalist, and he said he has always been super skeptical, skeptical, but super interested in UFOs. 
very skeptical, still super skeptical. Yep. But everything he's looked at, he's like, you know, he's written a book, I believe it's called In Plain Sight. It's getting a, it's getting rave reviews. Uh, because he is coming from a, he's not coming from the, oh, I already believe, he doesn't, you know, the, people were sending in questions and he's just like, look, I'm not, I'm not willing to answer any, I don't know. Any. I don't know. He would just say, I don't know all the time. But what he would talk about was he, he deeply, uh, he went deep into, you know, mutilation type things, cattle mutilations, human, humans disappearing, abductions. Uh, he went over all the Pentagon stuff. And we know the Pentagon stuff could all be some sort of a psyop, but he's like, his, 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 essentially what he reached in a nutshell is there's something going on. There's a phenomena and he believes the US government know way more than they're Oh, on. I mean, that's, yeah. Yeah, of course. That's a given. Do but you think he, it, does he think it's them? He said he doesn't know, but he said that someone's doing weird shit, even with animals and humans, and you, you know, I, you're, you're better I, I off, instead of listening testing, to me just blabber on, you, it's, it's, they'd it's, just be testing weapons, wouldn't they? No, I don't think it's weapons, it might be like a, um, it's probably more, like he talks, you know, I mean, I'm not doing it justice, I know it's long, it's three hours long, but... He's, he talks to vets in Australia and these vets are like pulling cattle apart and they're like, someone's removed the third stomach, but to get to the third stomach, you've got to remove the first stomach and the third stomach. and Well, they've deliberately removed it. Right, or it was... he, he reckons he talks to, he reckons once you start talking to people, like he, he said because the media at the behest of probably, you know, sort of like a, if we were to put our little rabbit ear air quotes up, the deep state, this whole topic was made to look, you're meant to look at these people like they're foolish. Yeah. And now the worm's turned. But he said it's still a little bit like that. But he said once you start researching it. You and like know, say talking to actual. You're talking to people, then all of a sudden, every Tom, Dick and Harry's coming to the woodwork like, I've seen a. I've seen an adverse reaction. Yeah, you are. Like, all of a sudden, you start actually talking to people. Well, like, I talk to a lot of people. I know a I've, lot of people that are... I've seen one. Yeah. With my own eyes. Yeah. There's a lot of that. Yeah. There's a lot of that. So so he is... Yeah, it's... it's. I think for a sceptical man like yourself, which I, I appreciate the sceptical view of yours, but I think if you can spare three hours or if you want to break it up, it's interesting. He does go into his credentials as a... Journalist, and it sounds like um, I know YouTube comments aren't, but the YouTube comments were all you know a lot of Aussies saying, "Oh, this guy's definitely respected in Australia," and he goes into all of the the journalist. He goes into all of the um, you know he's worked for decades in you know his late fifties. He's you know spent spent plenty of time with um, you know high ranking Australian intelligence new zealand and he talks about new zealand five eyes he's like the five eyes know all about it they know all about it they track it all they know all the anomalous shit and they just you know they're not he, he gets little bits out of them but you know they're all they're all they're all under they're all under scrutiny and they fuck i'd love to know, know oh. someone on the inside so what's interesting is when he the guy that's interviewing him who's really good because he basically uh as an interviewer he basically just doesn't... He only occasionally pops himself in to ask a question. 
he does ask, you know, have you had any issues with the Australian intelligence services? And he's like, not really. But, you know, he, then this was in the first hour, I believe. And I found it really interesting. In fact, nearly more interesting because I've heard all the UFO shit. It is interesting to hear his take on it. But what I was quite intrigued by was all of his talk about the how he protects his sources. And... Um, just communication between each other. Yeah, yeah. He, so he he was like, uh, first of all, he said to the guy, "Have you heard of a, an app called Signal?" And the guy's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Oh shit, here we go." He's like, "Signal and all of those apps are 100% compromised by the Five Eyes. That that is nothing to them. If they want to hack it, there's no encryption. Is he was talking about all these encryption? Like you have to go way up the chain to get encryption, and even then." He, you know, he's like, if he's got a high, like, if he's trying to protect a source that's at a high level, the stuff was way outside of my technical understanding. But he just said he uses Tor browser, yep, like the Onion Router or whatever it is. Like, he goes into the dark web. He leaves a message on a dark web message board where this other, his source knows where to go. He sees the message. And then he leaves... Is it decoded in there as well? I don't know. But then he leaves his information in some dark web dead drop mailbox. And it's all done on the dark web. He's like, if you're not on that... And he also said... Is that why they keep that going? Because know. And is that why it was started so... Like government agencies had somewhere really safe to, to hide and to, to communicate? I'm not. I, I, I know, thought that's why I it was. I know fucking. I thought that's why it was there because everyone keeps saying, "Oh, we've got to get rid of this dark web because of all the drug but, but sales." Cre- but they created and, it and child pornography and all this. I mean, they created and the like, internet. I mean, they created the internet and the dark. Yeah. They have created, it's all but they're not going to get rid of. They're not going to get no, rid of it because they baby. need it. It's yeah. their baby. Like they created and then. Like everything, like GPS and like yeah. airplanes and everything. It all comes from can, military. We can use it for the plebs can use it, but they will always have better shit. Yeah. So he deals with his sources in the dark web if they're really high, if it's real. It's you know. But, but he, he also, won't go on the app like Signal. Or, no way. He's no. but he, he got another thing he said which was interesting and you know, you know I've sort of he said if you aren't using a VPN, you're nuts. He said, in the 21st century, if all of your devices in your house aren't on a VPN, you're bonkers. Why, though? It must give you some level of... Um, but what are you protecting yourself for? Like, the, the argument is, if I'm not doing anything wrong, who cares? Like, what are, what are you getting protected from It might just as a be, normal it, Joe, it, as it, a normal law-abiding... It, might, it, it mightn't be. I don't know. He didn't elaborate too much on that, but I, I don't think he's meaning from the government intelligence spying, because he said... He said, and this is no fucking, this is no brain explosions for us, but he said, in his, he said, you should just, this is no big news to anyone. But some people it is. Some people think it's tinfoil hat. He's like, no. He said, the whole way cell phones, the whole cell phone network and every cell phone built is set up. It's just, it's an, there's a back door for everything. There's no privacy. There's no privacy. Essentially, unless you go through all of the, sh- the you know, the dark web, you've really got a fucking, it's a, it's a mish. So the average, all of us average schmucks, we essentially, if they, if someone wants to know, they already know. But he said, your phone, everything, he said, 
he treats everything like it's live 24-7, 365. Like live mic open. Yeah. Every single keystroke you make. He said once he went into, when he was working at some big Australian, it might have been seven or nine, I don't know, some big Aussie uh, channel. And he he was doing a big story. It was to do with the Aussie spy agency and the New Zealand spy agency weren't happy with the POMs and the Yanks in the Five Eyes group because what they were essentially doing, they were getting the Aussies, the New Zealanders and the Canadians to do all the dog work, like literally go sneaking into embassies, bugging them because the British and the Yanks wanted to be... They wanted deniability. They yeah, didn't yeah. want. They couldn't get caught. Yeah. So they got the junior members of the Five Eyes, which is us, doing all the hard out shit. And then I suppose the end result was what we got a little bit of an attaboy and yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> we'll give you a cheap deal on some F 16s which we never bought, um, which I'm pretty gutted about. But anyway, um, so he said, I believe it was that. This is Ross Ross Coltard. He said when he was doing that story. One morning, he'd come into where his office, at whatever channel he was working at, and he went to his computer, and the cursor was moving, like, around, and it was going into files and having a look. And he sat down at the computer, and he could use it too. And what he realized was, he he rung IT, and they're like, and he, he laughed. That's really, I mean... If anything, it's just a funny. It's a great interview to listen to because he's just he's a good he's he he he's really he's a great yarner. He's yeah. an Aussie. And he he rang IT and they did the classic oh turn it off and turn it on again and he he's like nah it's something's happening it's weird and and then he said and then he was on the phone to the IT guy he basically said oh also um I've got completely like the whole system's open. And he said he could go into, I think the guy that owned the station at this point was Kerry Packer. He's like an yep. Aussie billionaire. Yep. So he said he could go into his private files and see all of his shit. And then he said he heard the IT guy running down the hallway or coming and they were like, what the fuck's going on? And he said that that was Australian intelligence. They didn't know. They, they were all in his computer at the same time. And there was nothing they could do about it. And then they must have realized that the Aussie intelligence in that, oh shit, they're here. Fuck, shut it down. So they were just in his shit looking. They can, they can look at it. They, they can get at anything. There's no, you know. So we kind of know this, but I love uh, espionage shit. It's, 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 it's fun shit, right? But he also said, like, he, you know, he, he, he's had stories where he's been contacted by, you know, you know, defense officials uh, and they're like look what well, wanting to whistleblow or telling oh, them to that, shut the fuck no, up but like yeah yeah he said sometimes he would sometimes he'd have a story and he'd kill it yeah because it was like you know australian special forces are going to this part of the world to do something he got wind of it starts writing a story and they're like look you can't and yeah, that's you can put yeah. lives at day yeah, danger. yeah so, so he's 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 no fucking he's no slouch on the he's right in there yeah, and then his latest thing is UFOs. And he said, like, since he started doing it, he wrote this book, he's done a documentary, and now he said people are just like, he's just getting hundreds of emails every day. 
he talks to he goes to Canberra. He talks to these fucking ab- he's at the big things in the can in the um with all the big wigs in the and they're all like oh you they'll come to him like oh you guys talking about ufos and then some admiral will be like oh when i was in the submarines in the, oh, the navy <laughs> like we used to see these so he's he's turned into the guy he's that, the guy yeah and everyone's coming to him and now he's saying like channel seven and shit are like we've got to do another one because to them it's eyes Ratings, it's yeah. eyes 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 all of a sudden so it's interesting to see just for, especially from me who, who's always been a bit of a you know geek as well as long as I've been here since I was a little kid, how you know how you know how they used to betray it, they used to betray it like, you know they'd woo they play the X Files music and they'd yeah. make the people seem like crazy people and and and, and not too distant in the not too distant future, you know, it's and, and, and like everything, like lots of things they're gonna change the history. They'll, they'll, history will dilute and then it'll just be like, oh, yeah, we've... Of, of yeah, course there are yeah, things. of course there's... Michael Pollan will write a book on it yeah, and all of a sudden it's mainstream. Everyone, and, then, and then I'll be like, oh, I'm not into it, man. Fucking, <laughs> I'm too cool. I'm too cool for UFOs. Now I've got to find the next thing. What's the next thing? You know? So anyway, so anyway, I don't know. So uh, check it out. Um, what's going on here? Check it out. Um, what's something not so, um, have you been, have you been keeping up, hold on, oh, also we just watched the end of the Oliver Stone JRE, yeah, last two minutes, that was the best two minutes of the whole podcast, Oliver Stone, if everyone out there doesn't know Oliver Stone, he's a, uh, he's an author slash, uh, movie, he did, what did he do, JFK, the movie, Natural Born Killers. He's written a few books. He's pretty well He's known. He's pretty, yeah. I like him. Uh, and the last two minutes of his latest JRE, which came out last week, um, they were basically talking JFK for an hour and a half. And the very last two minutes, Oliver asked if he could have one of Joe's blunts. And just the last, he was just absolutely chaffing <laughs> it. And just all of a sudden, from being real serious about JFK, the last two minutes, he was just like loose as and just laughing. And it was like... Yeah, if you're gonna watch it, just watch the last two minutes. That was the best best bit. <laughs> it's, sort of it's funny hearing him talk about his Christmas Day edibles. Yeah, Christmas Day edibles. Overcooked yeah. it a little bit. <laughs> um, should we quickly whip through some um, hot topics? Yeah, fuck yeah. We have got. Uh, by the way, we have got space news coming up too. We've got a okay. bit of space news. Yeah. Um, we'll leave that to the end. So if people want to tune out, they can. Now this was a thing that you sent me, but I sent you. Well, no, you'd commented on it on Instagram the same day but i sent it to you a few hours later not knowing you'd already seen the article which was and i've only got a screenshot of it i haven't got the link here but um it was on newshub.co.nz you know you can trust them um it's not propaganda at all um holiday heart syndrome binge drinking can cause heart problems i couldn't like i was Laughing out loud because Andrea read me that headline. Mm, interesting and headline, isn't it? I was like, you, you. Basically, I'll say we were we were talking about it, and I sent to you. I said, look, know, I got know. the I got the if drug you know, wrong. You know. yep. I got the drug wrong. I said it would be kids with MDMA. Yep. But the fact that they come out with a new symptom. Yep. No, sorry, a new. What are they? It's a new syndrome. Yeah, it's a new syndrome. Sorry, 
Oh, it's to called, account for to account for all these people. Holiday heart syndrome, binge drinking. Like, yeah, to account for these people with dicky tickers. Like you guys are out of your fucking minds. Of course, this is vaccinant shit. Well, Tim, it would. It very well could be. Let's let's um. Well, we called it well before it happened. Like it's it was so obvious that this is how they were going to play. Yeah, I mean, all these it's it's funny that now it's taken till twenty twenty two to all of a sudden um. You know, now binge drinking's a problem for your heart now when New Zealanders have been binge drinking well, in up until January two weeks ago last, it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. Now it's now there's a new syndrome. Um yeah. So you're either you're either on the bandwagon or you are just like seems plausible, drink heaps at Christmas, you had a dicky ticker. And if that's the way you want to go with that, well, what am I to who am I to yeah, you know, skew you. We can't. Way. We cannot help you at this point. So that was an interesting headline. Um, just trying to deflect, maybe a bit of deflection. Oh, big time deflection. Um, well, so you need to account for th- this rise in heart conditions. Heart conditions. Like, What's wrong with the heart? Well, who's got the heart conditions? Everyone does First these days. Yeah. First, I've heard of it. Well, you turn the news off, and no one does. But now, that's another thing I've done. Oh Jesus! I've good. really. I've, so I, I don't want to be one of these people, but I've I've arsehole Instagram for a bit, mainly just due to the whole time sucky scrolly. Yeah. It's not so much that the world's... I mean, if the world was getting me down, it would have got me down a long time ago. Yeah. It's yeah. not so much that. And I'm not looking at... Like, I do look at a little bit... I mean, I don't, I, 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 I'm, I don't want to call it news because news is... I don't know if the term news is right, like... It's like uh, these days. It's more like, um, like, like the th- like the yellow trike guy advised me. You know, I'm living in my own little echo chamber. He's not, but I am, of course. Yeah. But we're all living in our. We're all picking our own poison. We're all sniffing our own farts, and um, some more than others, though. Like there's varying degrees of fart sniffing going on. Yep. Um, but I. So I'm really, I've really pulled back from looking at much of anything, really, because as you know, you'll still find out about shit anyway. But I don't need to hear about every study that's come out and every stat. No. But I do. I have last night. I did watch a couple of um little clips on YouTube, which were really. I mean, I really enjoy it, and and um, it's it's like a right wing. Because um, we're big right wing guys, as you know, <laughs> we're big righty. I mean, I'm I'm a big righty. Funny, they're lefties, but they're not righties. Like, what are what are righties? They don't, they call them lefties, and they don't call them righties. Nah, you just usually call someone conservative, right. don't yeah. you? I wouldn't say I'm conservative, but but anyway, there's a there's a, a it's GB News. It's like on yeah, it's it's a news channel. It's it's English British news. So they're like a conservative or more right wing. Yeah, they're like an adversarial to the BBC. They yeah. diss the BBC a lot. But they have a guy on I really like. Um, some people have sent me some of it. He does a little monologue. I don't know if he does one a day. But his name's Neil Oliver. He's on GBN or GB News on YouTube. Uh, Neil Oliver, sort of like shoulder-length hair, older Scottish guy, wears a neck gaiter and a cool shirt. Real cash. And he does a monologue every day or every few days in his brilliant Scottish accent. And I just, he, it's funny, but he just shreds. I love the way he says Jacinda Ardern. He just shreds Jacinda, Justin Trudeau, Boris, Macron, all of them. 
And he's just talking about how last night's one, he was talking about how in the last couple of weeks, the narrative has changed to um, people who won't take the vaccine are now idiots. They're idiots. The the uh, Macron, the um, the French, whatever he is, he the president or whatever he is of France, the other little short guy, little short jumped up fuckwit. He, you know, that's essentially what they're saying. This is the new narrative. Is and what he's pointing out is he he read all their different statements and um, I think I believe Justin Trudeau in Canada made a statement recently where he said that, and this is in I'm paraphrasing, but not by much that um, people who don't take the vaccine are essentially there with racists and misogynists. They're in the same category. Uh, Macron's calling people that are that way inclined idiots. So now it's turned into this, they're, they're othering these people. Yeah. They're, it's like, look at these, you know, when you, it's, it's, it's not how you would expect so-called leaders to act. But anyway, enough of me. Um, well, all the leaders around yeah, the world have shipped the bed, near, have they not? Oh, well, they've always... Most of them. They've always, they're always mostly all horrible, but now they're a special sort of horrible. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so check out Neil Oliver on GBE, and he's really good. And then I found another guy. He's like a little little dude, kind of like classic little journalist dude. His name's Mark Dolan. Little pom, little glasses. But he's kind of like real straight lace with a suit, more like Newsy. Same same network, GBN. Yep. But he is real sort of fork-tongued and really getting stuck into the BBC. And, uh, you know, I, I he did one yesterday, a little monologue, and it was all about how they've got everyone living, you know, how they scared the fuck out of everyone. But what's coming in the future is, insofar as he's talking about in England, yep. the waiting lists... The undiagnosed diseases, the lockdowns were a failure. They didn't work. They made everything worse. And how it's going to be viewed in the future, and that's something I often think about. Are they gonna? Are they, as in the establishment and all the normies that follow after them, are they slowly gonna? Because um, it seems like they're already doing it at the moment. Like, did you see um, that that um, chick that? They often talk about on No Agenda, um, Leah, is it Liana Wynn? Yeah. She's the CNN, she's like a smart, you know, she was at the Boston, she, well, she comes across clever, but she has this particular voice. Her name's Liana Wynn, and she come out on, she's a pundit for CNN, and she's some sort of a medical pharma shill, but she come out on CNN recently, like in the last week maybe. She's the female uh, Sanjay Gupta. Yeah, she's she? the female Sanjay Gupta. So, um... She essentially come out and said that cloth masks are basically mere decoration at this point. This is CNN. These are the lefty crazy yeah. kookies. And I'm not. And then and then Biden's come out and said that, in not so many words, that there he doesn't believe there's a federal solution to the pandemic. The CDC come so out was saying that states can do what they want essentially. Well, that there's no that they're kind of I don't know like it's all. The CDC come out and have lowered the um, the isolation time or whatever you want to call it to five days. Everyone's losing their mind in America. It seems like there's this, from my perspective. How do they turn this ship? They are turning the ship. The ship Without people jumping up and down saying, hey, you, 
Well, this, you, fuck it, you can't just change your mind like this that. This is going to be interesting you. to watch, Tim, because it seems like there are people that pull the strings and they are now turning the ship slightly away from the trajectory. They're, they're still calling the people who don't want to get vaccinated, although we must be very careful. It's, it's not just people that don't want It's just people that are disillusioned with how things are going. People were disillusioned before the pandemic. Oh, and this yeah. just topped this just topped everyone off. Either you go into the depths of despair and love um, wearing your mask and being locked down and getting the money from the government and and feeling like Jacinda's keeping you all safe and she's done a great job. You can be those people. Or you were like already like, fuck these cunts, this is bullshit. And you're just kinda of like, oh, here we go. You know, there's 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 yep. that group. There's there's other groups, obviously, but varying degrees of both of those things. But it definitely seems... But then what's funny is... So that's happening in Europe, America. Aussie's still completely bonkers. Yep. Northern Territory, they're having a the unvaccinated lockdown, which I don't know how the fuck they'd do that. I certainly know if Jacinda did that here... How are they gonna keep? What are they? How are they gonna keep me pinned down? Like, how are they gonna fucking? What are they gonna do? They can't. Are they checking everyone's papers on the street? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. But anyway, good luck with that. But they're doing that in Aussie. Although... And, they're, and they're throwing uh, Native Australians in concentration camps, essentially, essentially. Yeah, internment centers. Yeah. I mean, the, tent I... villages in forty degree heat. Yeah, I know that. I mean, it seems like you know the testing now. Testing's the big new thing. Testing, testing, testing. Everyone wants to get tested. I don't know why the fuck you want to get tested. If, if I mean, if I mean mass testing, I mean people just lining it around the block. I don't think there's anything wrong with them, Tim. But we're going to get tested anyway. We're just going to get tested. Testing, testing, testing. All around the world, America, not enough tests. Europe, everyone's testing, testing. Well, testing's then, the new number because yeah, because case numbers are so low. Yeah. That they need a bigger number. Yeah. So yeah. what do you do? Let's just test more because we've got a big number for people yeah. to look at. That's fucking We've nuts. done a million tests. But oh, a million. Then Fuck, I look that's at, a big number. Then I look at New Zealand and I'm like, what is happening here? It's like, okay, so America, in America, it seems like whoever's pulling the strings is trying to just slowly turn the ship away because, I mean, they talk about like how much of a bad job Trump allegedly did. And it's like... When you see, I've seen people present some numbers about Biden. I mean, Biden is a, I mean, we don't, his old administration, it's a debacle. It's a shit show. Yeah. They've not, you know, we don't want to even go into that, but they're trying to do something. Europe's doing crazy shit. Aussie's doing crazy shit. New Zealand, what's happened? Uh, it's just like, um, I don't know. I've been on holiday. Every, yeah, that's the thing. Everyone's just like, it's like everyone's just. Didn't we just stop for the holidays? We're in like a stasis. It's fucking weird. Like, we're in a stasis, and I think there's a couple of things coming up. It'll be stabby jabbies for the kids. Yeah, watch January 17th. That's my and then, um, prediction for a shit to go Comrade, wild. Comrades Jacinda and Clarky, Gay Ford, Six Nizzle, are going to get married. Once I've been married, once they once they have um What's her name going to be? Oh. Wow. Is she going to be Yacinda No, 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 no. Gayford? There is like, I don't want to go on record. I don't want to but I'm I'm going to go on record here and say he's changing his last zero name. Zero chance. She's going to be J- Comrade Yacinda Gay Ford. That ain't happening. It's either going to be... He's going to be Clark Ardern. Clark Ardern. What about Ardern Gay Ford? 
Well, Gay Ford, let's let's say this. Gay for a dune. Let's let's Clark, say this without for silly voices. No silly voices. Gay for a dune. A dune Gayford. I mean, if you put a gun to my head, I'm probably going a dune Gayford. Say say it say it out loud. Gayford a dune a dune Gayford. Gayford a dune. That doesn't roll off the. A dune Gayford. Maybe they should just change their name to um, Brezhnev or um, Khrushchev or um, Lenin or Stalin. Goebbels or... Yeah, yeah. maybe Goebbels, 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 I mean, Khrushchev. Yeah. Eh, I don't mind, I didn't mind Khrushchev. Um, but yeah, when we go back to... St- Joseph's hard to like. He's hard to like. A lot of death. Which maybe they'll be the Stalins. Jacinda and Clark Stalin. Stalin. It works. It It works. (laughs) So once they've gotten their nuptials... So once the Stalins have been married... Once the Stalins are married, we'll see. I'm I'm just kind of living in this stasis world until they roll out the stabby jabbies for the wee ankle biters, which is, you know, as uh, a lot... I've been listening to a lot of stuff... From um, just on podcast, various health experts from various you know big name whatever universities hospitals around the world saying that nah, there's a, there's a, there are there is a lot of um, you know big wigs that are a little bit skeptical about getting the stabby jabbies into all the kids for a virus that is so negligible as far as the effects on a child are. Yep. And due, not just due to the fact that, surprise, surprise, they haven't got enough data. We need some more data. We need some more data. And they're probably right, but this fucking crazy juggernaut, lockstep, Klaus Schwab world we're living in, um, it seems like they're just going to bowl full steam, stabby-jabby all the kids, and then, you know, I don't... I wish... Only the best for the plebs. Oh shit! Me yeah. being us being plebs. Yep. I don't want any. I don't want. I don't want harm to the plebs. Even the plebs that aren't on in air quotes our side. The, you the, don't want them to get hurt. No fuck no. I, I want everyone just to. I want to sort of. As for the ruling, as for the rule, well, you know, I won't go into them because they are scum. So scum. I don't care what happens to them. Uh, shaved, tarred. And feathered. And hung from the wall. And a rope around the neck. And, and not a rope around the neck, like hanging, but rope them all together and we parade them. Kind of like, you know, when, say, say if we won the America's Cup. Yep. You know, they do a parade in each city. That's what I'd like to see all the world, all the current crop of world leaders, bureaucrats, and, you know, the, all those, all the billionaire, so called elite class people. We're parading through the streets. Yeah, tarred and feathered, shaved, tarred, feathered, and, dra- and, and not dragged, but just boom, and then lock them all up. And then try to um, stop the next flock of those fuckers. There'll just be, there'll just oh, be another flock of people like that, yeah. just the psychopaths. Well, it's all the kids who want to get jabbed. Yeah, do they really, they though, into- or are they getting paid? Like, you know, you've got a propaganda... You've got a propaganda guy, a pro- propaganda guys. You got to propagandize a kid, a little kid, pretty hard to get them to think they need to get a jab, and they're like, "I can't wait to get a vaccination for COVID." 
that's that's that gives that gives me the willies when you hear those ads from. Well, they're usually Pfizer ads, eh? Yeah. I mean, the parents and the kids they're getting p- p- paid, and or if they're not, they're. I mean, that's. I mean, either way, them. it's bad. Either yeah. way, it's bad. So. Uh, so do you think the Stalins will, if if Labour keep diving the way you know in the polls, the are way, they diving though? I don't see. Oh, I don't know. I don't. Well, maybe national coming up. But, but that guy's just as bad. Yeah, though. I know, I know. He but the gap. He, he wants to keep the vaccinations going too. Yeah, they're all fucking morons. They're but the gap all, is getting smaller. The, yeah, they're all. The gap is getting smaller. So if do, when do you think the Stalins will take a UN job and fuck off from New Zealand? Well, the, the way I look at it is, yeah, I don't know. That's going to happen. I mean, there do was, you go before the the election? There was a thing I had a little screenshot here, um, and it was about um, where is it? Oh. Or do you lose an election and then go? Um, so it's just. Talking about, um, there was a little bit of an article I clipped in it. Um, border closures mean Ms. Miss Ardern will not be able to invite any of her celebrity friends, among them Stephen Col- um, Stephen Colbert. It's like, that guy Blech. is a disgusting shill for Big Pharma. Prince William. It's like, if these are the fucking... Look, I'm... I'm me, I've always been a bit like this, but how the fuck anyone looks up to these people who are all friends with each other in that world? Like, you know, are they even pr- friends with each other? Yeah, well, they're all just they're all billionaire, millionaire, elitist dick riders. They're uh, the most disgusting fucking facet of humanity is them, and but people fucking. Look up to them. These I mean, magazines we're, dedicated we're to them. We're talking about them now, which is gross, even giving them any attention. But at least we are openly mocking them and calling them out for what they seemingly are. But they're fucking disgusting. And I know everyone can't and shouldn't think like me, but the amount of respect these <laughs> I know so many people who, if you said to them, these guys, take those three people... Sorry, all four people. The uh, and oh, the last one was Emmanuel so, Macron. Okay, that so Macron little jumped up the Stalin's from France. Macron, Colbert, and what, big Willie and Styles. Big Willie Styles. Yeah. If you said to someone, "These people are fucking disgusting," they are. I know so many people who are like that is an outrageous statement. They are, True story, they are bro. pillars. They are pillars of the community no, and they're they're not, they're they are horrible. Yeah, they are evil not the be- scumbags. They are scum. Yeah, <laughs> they are not the best people. And there's way better people to be running this country than the Stalins. <laughs> yes, of course. There's way better people. But the, those people wouldn't want to, aren't drawn to that job. Stephen Colbert, he used to be mildly entertaining on the Daily Show years ago. We were dumb. We were way more dumb back then. But he was. That was kind of funny. Yeah, now, but it was fu- it was funny to to poke holes at. The Bush administration. Totally. Yeah, totally. But now all those people who used to poke holes in the government, yeah. like we've talked about a million times, all the, mu- all the musicians, That's all okay. the bands used to just, just we're gonna fucking, get to musicians they used soon. to hammer the government yep. when the Bushes were in charge. Yep. Now all of a sudden we're just, We've forgotten all Stephen about Colby that. Stephen Colby is doing the, we're the, pro, the, he does the dance with the vaccines. Yeah, I we're, mean, we're, we're pro-establishment vax But they dancing. always were pro-establishment, it's just their guy wasn't in. Yeah. Is disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're all disgusting, <laughs> and the sooner. But I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a matter of sooner. I think there's just you know. I think we're going to be fighting this battle forever. Yeah, there's personality types, and it's not to say anyone's right, wrong, dumb, or smart. 
there's probably every degree of smart and dumb in every type, every group, but there there will always be a group that will look at these people uh, with adulation. Yeah. And and but there are always hopefully that group gets smaller and smaller. We definitely need that. Not smaller because they all died from getting vaccinated. Just smaller because they Change sort themselves their mind. out. Yeah. Yeah. Change their yeah. mind. Yeah, we need them to sort themselves out with some and real go. Drugs. Are these really the people we want to be? You know, in air quotes, following. Do we really want to follow these lizard pedophiles? Yeah. And mm. even if they're not lizard pedophiles, they're, they're lizard pedophile adjacent. They're adjacent <laughs> to them. Yeah, like Prince William. Yeah, I mean, as you know, it's like the whole Gislaine, Gislaine and Maxwell thing. I mean, when it all piped down a week ago, she got whatever. What'd she, she get? She got whatever she got. This how, is the, how haven't they do gone? It, Tim, do it, do it again. There you go. How have they not gone through the trial and every single person that was named in that that's trial? What was, that's where I was going to go. How the fuck don't, how don't we know who it is? How, do, how come the, the public that's does not know what's happened in there? Yeah. So she she takes a skate yep. for the, all these billionaire pedophiles that are yeah. fucking kids no, and are yeah. still fucking kids. And there's be. evidence of them fucking kids. Yeah. And she's the one that disappears to jail for a while. Yeah, she's a piece of shit too. So was uh, Jeffrey. Of, of course. But like Prince Andrew and Bill and Liz Wexter and all the big names that most, I mean, some people don't know their names because they just buy the, they read the Woman's Weekly and buy the bullshit and they don't know, don't know shit. And okay, maybe there's a place in the world for people that just are just like NPC. We don't know anything about anything. Maybe that's, maybe we need, maybe you need, do you need them people? Do you need those people? Listen to us. We're I don't know. Like, we're, selling, we're selling like totalitarian dictators ourselves. Like we Either would way, tell other people what to do. E- yeah, like we, yeah, but I don't really. But I just wish people would sort of smell the roses and go, ah, these people are scum. Anyway, yeah, the whole Ghislaine Maxwell thing, it's like you missed the bearing the lead. The, you're missing the point. She's just a fucking, she's a fluffer organiser. She could bring the who whole the thing clients? down. Who, yeah. are the, who are the clients? Like, you know the clients are royal family, high-level politicians, billionaires. They're all, you know, and they're all, and it's it's just fucking frustrating. Yeah, there, there, there is an aspect to being ignorance is bliss, completely ignorant. I mean, do I want to be like that? No. But then again, they... And then, so why are the courts set up that way? That there's this trial because they're all in. It's all like they're all in. It's all levels of power. They're all in cahoots. It's, it's circles within circles, and we're on the outer circle. We have the least. Like if you did something that if you did the same thing Prince Andrew done, you are in jail for decades. Yeah, one hundred percent. He ain't because he is a blue blood lizard man, and they have set the system up. They control the system, and. You know, people might think that's outrageous, Joel. That's a conspiracy theory. And I would say to you, stop watching the TV and read some books and take a look around and figure out history. And and not saying I've figured out history, but at least contemplate what is going on. And And has it been done before? Oh, definitely. And it's still ongoing too. Yeah, it's still ongoing. It's like it's like the things don't stop and start again. It's like the opioid. (laughs) The opioid epidemic in the states. Have you finished watching Dope Sick? Yeah, yeah. Did you Did you watch it? Oh, mate. How good? How good? But how sad? Yeah. Like I said to Amy, um, what's the main guy's name? What's his What's the actor? Keaton? Is it Keaton? Michael Keaton. So he 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 produ- directed he dir- produced, produced it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So spoiler alert coming up. So if you haven't watched Dope Sick and you were planning on. 
Put your fingers in your ears in three, two, one. Fingers and ears. So it was sad. I said to Amy in like episode one or two with Betsy. She I'm like, die. babe, Betsy's going to die. Yeah. And Betsy died. It's very sad. So, um, take yeah, your fingers can be out of your ears now. Are your fingers out of your ears if you haven't watched Dope Sick? Because you definitely should watch Dope Sick on... It's on Disney. Or just don't just give Disney... download just it. Just download it. But just we've got... We have the 666 Club 33. Um, that, I mean, Walt Disney, there's another one. It's like he's, you know, you know about Club 33? Um, I've heard, yeah, n- not enough. Have you been there? No, I haven't I been have. there. Me and Shaq and Tom DeLong went there once. Was Tom Hanks there as well? No, Tom Hanks is, he's, he's all good. No, me, Tom DeLong, and Shaq went there and just sort of free Masonic'd out for a couple of days, you know? Hit some threes. Hit some threes. With Shaq. Strum some guitars. <laughs> <laughs> with Tom and Shaq. Me, Tom and Shaq. Um, there's one for Cozzy. Three, three, there's, three way. There's one, there's one for Cozzy. So a three way of Shaq, Tom DeLong, and Joel. Three, three, shooting, three. Shooting threes. Yeah, with Mickey Mouseyers. Yeah. That's, that's quite a bit. <laughs> I know. Cozzy, he's, he's a busy guy. but see what Maybe you Joel do. and Shaq could be shooting threes and Tom's just on the base. But we dum, need dum, Mickey Mouse ears, though. Dum, we dum. need Mickey Mouse ears. Um, at Club 33. 333. Three, three. Um, so, yeah, what was I saying? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, yeah, dope sick. So, um, so, the whole thing with dope sick is, yep, okay, so they had the Sacklers, Padu Farmer. They were, they, you saw in the show some of the inner workings of how the marketing was. They're just a bunch of money-hungry cunts. Um, they didn't give a fuck about the pain and the suffering that they heaped on hundreds of thousands of people, hundreds of thousands dead. Um, but every year. Every year. So what, Well, it was about 100,000 a year. Uh, 100,000 people. Opioid in, deaths. It was a, no, it was, it was close, but a hundred, it was the first time in American history, I believe, 2021, there was 100,000 overdose deaths in America last year. 75,000 were opioids. Prescription opioids. Prescription, well, I don't know if they're or prescription, was it a heroin but, but the majority probably are prescription or, you know, like someone got the script and they're And now they're the doing street. heroin instead, yeah. Yeah, so... You know, if yeah, dope sick. It's it's only six or eight episodes. Fuck it's it's, good. it's it's fucking it's. And it's, if you want to get your if if you're the um, what are we calling them, the dick swinging listeners. The vex. What's no, what's a male listener? We're not allowed to call them males. Oh, what are we calling them? Um, non-birthing people. Okay, sorry. If the non-birthing people want to watch something with their birthing people partners. Oh yeah. This is a good one because it's yep. not like a documentary. Yeah. But. All the info is in there. Yeah. Yeah. It may as well be. Well, it is a true story. Yeah. So if you want to initiate your birthing person into, you know, a pretty good subject and yeah. uh, get them to stomach it without it being a dry documentary, then Dope Six the one. Dope Six great. great. So uh, this isn't really a spoiler. This is common knowledge because this has all happened quite a few years ago now. Well, it's still ongoing. But, you know, Purdue Farmer, though, they, no one, none of the Sacklers are in jail. Of none of them. None of them are going to jail. They've played. They've paid out something, and and they're still mega rich. They might have paid out eight billion. This this is a fucking. It's this happens a lot. This is common. Or like Johnson and Johnson, Pfizer, Purdue Pharma. They might be making slightly different drugs, but it's common. They constantly do it. They have this massive liability shield. 
And it, yeah, you watch you watch Dope Sick, and you're like, you know, the law, the DAs, the lawyers, the guys that get them. It's like, at a boy, pat on the back. But you, they know, and you know, and the viewer knows that this is a drop in the fucking ocean. They will keep the pharmaceutical companies will keep doing this shit because they keep getting away with it. Yeah, no one goes to fucking jail. But you need to bankrupt the company completely and put everyone in jail. But everyone will die. That's on the so-called medicine term. You know, that's well, that's why <laughs> all drugs should be fucking legal yeah. and we'll, and then we'll work it out. We'll fig- but yeah, it, it's got we, it's got to be we've got to figure out a better way than having these monolithic big pharma companies peddling poorly or barely tested drugs that do sometimes more harm than good. They are, they are well t- they're well tested drugs. They just hide they yeah, hide yeah. the uh you know yeah, they they hide the data yeah. because they well, they know, manipulate they, they manipulate, manipulate it yeah yeah. They, yeah so that's another really good one. Um, there was something else that I was about to tie into that. Um, oh yeah, so quickly, um, I did have a bit of drama. It wasn't massive drama. It wasn't massive drama with uh, a, a certain might of ten rep. No, no, no. That's oh, okay. still that is, is, is ongoing. Is it? That's in the no. That as far are as you I'm, waiting for the the initial? Are you waiting for the January meeting uh, again? As far as I'm concerned, that issue has been put to bed. But then I did have a slight, and this this was this this was not a, a this was nothing that got my blood um, pressure up, or at least not up very high. I think I believe on Saturday just been I was doing some painting at home in one of the kids' rooms. I happened to look on Instagram and there was a um, Alex Perez is a drum and bass DJ. Yeah, he's from the UK, I believe. He lives in New Zealand now. Yeah, fairly big name. Most festivals, he would be up the, he'd be up towards the top of the axe. Big name, good tunes. Yeah. Anyway, he had this post on um, on Instagram the other day, and um, probably this probably played into the the reason why I got I'm off Instagram for a while, just because I'm just like, oh, this is fucked. These, but you know, uh, it was um, his label is 1985 Music Pop Up Store. Thursday, 20th January, nine, uh, 12 till 9pm. Uh, join us, blah, blah, blah. Pop-up retail, blah, blah, blah. Performing artists on the day from 4 to 8, Alex Perez, blah, blah, blah. Please note the music event is limited capacity and is first come, first served. Be respectful and mindful of others in the space. That's just like fucking woke liberal talk. Yeah, so it's like, it's like pussy, it's a statement it's, you shouldn't have to say. It's pussyfoot bullshit talk. But anyway, they, that's what these people are. They're all a bunch of fucking soft cock wankers these days. But anyway, here's the bit that really, I I, I had to, I was like, what? Uh, be, yeah, sorry, so be respectful, blah, blah, blah. Everyone, this is, this. everyone is welcome. Then in caps, good vibes only. Then the next line, in caps, Vaccine passports required for entry. Okay. So everyone so, isn't welcome. Everybody is welcome. So what happened was, I'll try to not drag this out too long. This other dude, this dude, I think he's from Auckland. Um, he was about the only person in the comment section having a go. He was really digging into him. And sometimes maybe it's not, you know, different people have different, um, different people have, Different ways of, you know, I've evolved my way of communicating online with people. So you don't seem like a dummy just yelling at people? I'm not saying this guy, this guy's definitely not a dummy, but 
It I, seems like that sometimes when you're yelling at people and no one knows. Yeah. When yeah, you're arguing yeah. online, it's yeah. hard to tell I who's try dummy. Not to, but basically, I'm not saying this guy was doing this, but I'll try not to do ad hominem, call people names. Yeah. Um, and I'll try to keep things, you know, not, I try to not get too crazy. It's not always been my, my forte, but now I'm getting, I've gotten a lot better, you know. So I saw this guy in the comments and he was saying, this is fucking bullshit. You know, this is segregation. The downside is I didn't screenshot any of it because I usually do on these things because you can get blocked. And it turns out later in the day, I did. So I got in there basically to back this guy up. Even if I didn't necessarily agree with the way he was communicating, not that that's any of my business, but I was like, you know, hey, I was like, hey, man, um, you know, yep, this is a really shitty way of, you know, yeah, it is a bit of a joke. He's saying everyone's welcome. Then the next line is vaccine passport. And then Alex Perez jumps in there and he's like, you know, you know, you guys have chosen to not get it. You're making a lot of noise. I want to wrap this up. Blah, 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 blah. And the guy just kept going. He just kept going and going and sort of, I don't know if he was calling him names, but he was getting stuck into him. It was really funny. And I would just occasionally chime in. And I was chiming in saying, I was trying to be constructive. And also, this Alex Perez DJ dude, he... Probably, he, probably wears Huffer. He added... Yeah, well, I think he's got his own range of clothes. Oh, does he? He's Sorry. trying to peel his own shitty merch. So he... Um, not to be confused with the Joel and Tim show merch coming 2022, Come which to. won't be shitty. Be top one stuff. So he, he added me and said, blah, 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 blah. I chose to do this to protect blah, blah, blah. And if you don't, that's your decision. We should all just be happy. And I'm like, hey, mate, it's all good. Like... But I couldn't be fucked getting into the, 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 the nooks and crannies of it. And I'm saying, well, what your fuck, statement's inaccurate. What fucking planet are you on, Alex Perez, saying you're, protect, you're not protecting shit? You might have mild protection for, as John C. Dvorak would say, this is not what the marketing and the pharmaceutical companies or the government is saying. You might have 90-day protection if you're lucky before you need a... Boost, <laughs> and then that'll wane in another ninety days. And then and in another boost. In a nutshell, without getting listening to these fucking science nudes who want to make everything seem so complicated, it doesn't have to be. Probably, um, you'll just need. It'll just. You're just going to be on the fucking. You're going to be on the train. Saving he's his protected. Protected. He's like, protecting his his wallet. That's well. Yeah, funny you say that, and that's fine. But is it? But anyway, or at least admit to it. Yeah, that's. It's look now. This guy who was. Um, in the comments giving him shit. That's what he's saying. You're not protecting... Yeah, you aren't protecting. You're protecting your wallet. And okay, we all need money, but there's plenty of people... Look at fucking... Um, as an example, just to get derailed myself slightly, look at Steve Oliver, MMA in Auckland. Yeah. He is... A hero. He's a hero, <laughs> and he has gotten... How, how much money has he got and people donating him money? Because he's making a stand against draconian government mandates, which are... if, if Basically, they're just ruining businesses. Yeah. So Alex Perez... With a smile on their face. Alex Perez is a fucking... I won't... I mean, I won't... I've just said we're not calling him names. So anyway... He got in there and he was fucking bleeding on about protection and being whatever, blah, blah, blah. I just said to the the guy in the comments, I was like, the best way to deal with this guy, don't buy his music, find some people who you know are like-minded and fuck these people. Just unfollow them, don't support them, 
and find a new tribe and off you go. Don't give these cunts any attention. So anyway, I carried on painting. This dude kept on going at him in the things. Eventually, Alex Perez come back in and said, right, that's enough. We're shutting this down. But I had a look. I went in through the Joel and Tim show and I typed Alex Perez, A-L-I-X Perez, P-R-E-Z-E, sorry, P-E-R-E-Z. If anyone out there wants to go and just mildly get harass in there, them, get, get in, in there. Alex and Perez. And screen, screenshot the fun you have. Yeah, screenshot <laughs> the fun. Get in there and give them a bit of shit. Get on the post that says everyone welcome or everyone whatever and then underneath say. But I'm not, I don't want to fuck, I don't want to pile on drag squad, but it would be funny. Maybe you could, Tim, because yeah. I'll tell you why. I certainly can't because I went in through the Joel and Tim show, typed his name and didn't come up, changed accounts, went to Woody Woodstains, went in, could see it. I went into the post where he said, right, we're wrapping it up. And I just said, at Alex Perez, ah, you're deleting posts now. I would expect that from a fucking Jacinda bootlicker. And then, what do you know, minutes later, Woody Woodstains blocked, removed comments, blocked. And then old mate that I was, that old mate that was getting dragged in the group, yeah. he was giving, he sent me a DM a little while later and said, I've been blocked now too. He's taken all the comments down. And, you know, look, okay, people would say, oh, he's entitled to do that. He's just trying to, yeah, blah, blah, blah. It's still a form of censorship. Like, um, you know, I would uh, fucking whatever. If it, he was, it obviously bothers him. If he, because... wants to come, if he wants to come into the Joel and Tim show Instagram, it's not our Instagram. It's Mark Zucchini's burgers. He owns it. It's not our page. Mark Zucchini burgers is the one that has it. It's his page. Yeah. If Alex Perez, not that he would because he's a busy Mr. Cool Guy DJ. If he wants to come into the Joel and Tim show and have a go, we can both have a go and I won't block him and we won't remove the comments because I back myself 100% to argue with these fucking morons or they're not even morons. He's probably a shrewd businessman, but what he is, he's, he's, he's going along. Oh, that's another thing I said. I said, these are the, these are the things I said to the people, not that anyone was taking any notice of what I was saying about one guy. I was saying, stop buying his products, find a new tribe. And what's become apparent is these fucking New Zealand musos, and I'm assuming it's a global thing, these fucking musos, not all, but most, are left-wing fucking morons. And they all lick the boot of Jacinda. They all want access. And not only that, as we know in New Zealand, Jacinda and all these people are fairly chummy. A lot of them are. I wonder who's going to the uh, Stalin wedding. Ugh, Lord singing. She, I wonder if she did 14 days in um, MIQ. Probably not. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, Alex Perez, he, he had a, a censorship. He, he censored me. And he got rid of all my comments. And I'd like to say he might, people might think uh, we're fuckwits or we're crazy, the guys. But I, I could also make the case that he's a bitch ass for blocking and removing. I mean, you know, do you block and remove comments from anything? I mean, I certainly. Does that no. is that a bitch move? Yeah. I mean, is blocking blocking's probably if you had a ment, and I'm not, <laughs> I wasn't being mentally unwell. I was just pointing out that. The guy was getting stuck in all, and we were just pointing out that maybe saying all welcome. This was actually the, the crux of my argument was all welcome and vaccine passport required for entry. They that's in like an oxymoron. That's that's like a um that's like cognitive dissonance. Yeah, something doesn't compute there. Something doesn't compute. So don't so pointing it out. Don't act like good vibes only. Everyone welcome. That's fucking horseshit. Just just flag that shit. Don't say everyone welcome because that is not truthful. You're a fucking liar. 
And it's plain and simple. You're a liar, and now you're censoring people. And, and it all started and, from that comment, and you, from him writing that. Though. And you, yeah, you don't like. Well, old mate was getting stuck into it, but I think yeah, he's about a that though. Yeah, about totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So if he and, never writes everyone well, there was a couple of fucking other fucking young dickheads from Auckland saying, "Oh, there was one I clicked on a couple of their profiles that were getting in and supporting him." It was like one was a he him, and I'm like, I, I was, I see something about like, oh, look, here's here's the he him brigade. <laughs> And another one was like, some guy wrote under the other dude from Auckland who was getting stuck in him. Someone was like, oh, you guys always with the scenarios. I'm like, I couldn't be bothered even to one of these people. I'm like, what does what that does even that mean? mean? Like, you guys with the scenarios. What? You don't think there are, in air quotes, scenarios ongoing in the world at the moment? Dipshit. It's all scenarios. Everyone has scenarios going. Some are nefarious. <laughs> some are good. I'd like to think the Joel and Tim show, our scenarios are good. We want people to be happy and laugh and have fun. Even though I'm yelling all the time, I still want everyone to be happy. And if you say scenario over and over again, it sounds like a good Mexican it's dish. Just, yeah, totally. Well, this, so these people are just know-nothing Dilberries who look up to some dick-in-a-box DJ like he's cool, when really he's just uh, he's a left-wing Jacinda Shill who is not willing to go out on a limb and go against the establishment. And that's another... Or he might lose some of his, his audience or his, but, his, his well, money. Well, that... But, but like I said to her, like... Um, in, Stand in the, up for in, something. In the comments, I said, you know, and I, I wasn't talking to Alex. I was talking to this guy who was having a go, and I was saying, look, it's also become apparent, like... They, this I, maybe I had the wrong impression when I was young and I used to go to drum and bass gigs and shit and, and gigs, dance, everything. And same with you with punk. We kind of thought we had maybe we had the wrong impression that it was some sort of and I I I don't to use the terms kind of but it was kind of like a counterculture. Yeah. Turns out the counterculture is garbage. It's it's or it doesn't exist. It's just a way to. It's just a way to, I don't know, I mean, if you were real crazy, you'd say it was like to keep the kids amused. Yeah, it was all a lie. It was all a bit of a lie. And he's just, a, Alex Perez. Well, and, the, re- the all, revolution all was a lie. All these fucking DJs that are going in MIQ and then getting pinged and everyone's making a big noise. Oh, mention or whoever the fuck his name is. It's all, it's just, it's a fucking debacle and they should all be ashamed of themselves. And none of them, if some, one of them would please stand up and call the bullshit, but they can't. Well, they say they can't because the cheddar, and I get the cheddar, we need the cheddar, but how do you, like, how do you sleep at night yeah. saying everyone welcome and then sorry, not sorry, no, you're not welcome, you're an unvax pleb and you can't come. That's fucking retarded. So, yeah, um, I'm trying to be, I was trying to be nice and not, but fuck you, Alex Perez. He's my anti-person of the week and um i don't know leave or if you've got any of his records um leave them all out in the sun and then douse them in gas and (laughs) fuck them and then uh just download some torrents of his music oh totally download never pay for his music (laughs) download it all for free play it at gigs while charging people to listen to it charge people to listen to his music and you get all the money (laughs) fuck them and it. make sure it's a, it's a and make sure the gig is a true all, all welcome. Yeah. Just do an Alex Perez appreciation set of two hours worth of Alex Perez tracks outdoor somewhere, outdoor, all open, all open, vaxxed and unvaxxed, all welcome. 
End of story. Fuck Alex Perez. (laughs) (laughs) I honestly, I, you know, like as a human being, zero knowledge. His music, very good music, but just clearly a, you know, you know, he's not willing to put, you know, and, and people might say, you know, Joel, you know, does, you know. People don't want to put their neck out. I mean, it, maybe he doesn't even look at it like putting his neck out. Maybe he truly believes that he's doing the right thing. You know, so... Yeah. Yeah, but I think history will tell that he was, in a small way, just... You know, he was pushing in a tiny little way, but it, it all adds up. Yeah. A tiny little way, he was pushing government-enforced segregation when he didn't really probably he didn't have, have to. to. Nah, no. so, yeah, fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> right, he is done. We're moving along. Um, oh, how good was our uh, reporter from Arthur Fong Park? Oh, yeah, we had a couple of Arthur Fongs. Oh, so we had roving reporter Leah. Shout out to Leah. And then we had some more vision from Dylan Russ, which was great. Great vision. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed that. Uh, that was a bit of Fong history. Um, and it's nice to, yeah, it's nice to lighten the load sometimes and not be yelling about DJs. Yeah, you know, that it's was nice. That nice was just to have a couple of um, uh, grey mouth, or more, more to the point, Blake Town centric posts yep. that only people from Greymouth really would have. And that's our little thing, isn't it? You know, you can have a pop up merch shop in Auckland with for all your wanky mates. And your wanker listeners, or you can have a a nice little Arthur Fong community down in Blaketown. I know what community I would rather be part of. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So no, that was great. Thank you for. uh, And hey, look, uh, keep the reports coming in. But I am, like I said, I am taking a slight hiatus from um, from Instagram. Um, But that is uh, only. But, uh, and uh, source of interaction with the listeners, Tim, though. But Tim, if you wanna, if you wanna send it to Tim for the next couple of weeks, if you've got anything, send it to <laughs> at Timothy Carl Bromley, and he will let me know, and then I can, I, if I have to come out of retirement, I'll re-establish my account. Is there any way of just doing the DMs in? Oh, I don't know. In the gram. It's the it's the scrolling. It's the mindless scrolling. Yeah, well, I don't have Facebook, but I have ads. Facebook Messenger. You know, I yeah. wonder how that. I wonder if we could link those up. That, I wonder if we just do a big group, a big Messenger group. That would be good, like a Telegram. We could have a Telegram. Yeah, but we have to figure out how to work that. Yeah, we should. I was thinking about that the other day. We could just have a completely separate thing, Telegram, or one of those fucking group message things. We're pretty. We need. We need. And we need a. Listen. <laughs> I'm trying to get Amy to do it, but she's pretty busy at the moment. So we need someone who can. This is what we need. And you'll be working for free for a while too. We need someone who can organize stickers, lighters, T-shirts for initially. Um, we need to set up a Shopify, like a wee shop. <laughs> this is just, this is a, th- and maybe organize a Telegram-esque group that we can put a link up on, you know, Sosh Med and people can go to that and we could just we can we can at least um we can uh we can talk direct with the listeners if they've got anything they want to tell us about or we want to send it uh and, and then obviously um at this stage you know it's manageable 
Uh, who knows what it's going to be like in 2025, Tim? It could be, we could be, you know, well, we could be in an internment camp by then or dead. Or we could or be, we could be DJing, we could be DJing gigs in Auckland. Shops. Yeah, we could be in, and we'll be showing them how to do it because we won't be playing any of that fucking Vax Passport game shit. It'll be like, nope. It'll be like, everyone, come on down. We don't give a mad fuck. <laughs> Bring anyway, drugs. Hashtag pussies. <laughs> fucking pussies. They're, yeah, it's it's pussy shit. I mean, you know, we're kind of pussy foot, pussy foot around and make excuses for businesses, but, you no, know. fuck them. If you don't have to mandate and you're mandating. You don't have to mandate and you're mandating. Fuck you. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so, um, oh, so, blah, 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 blah. Have you been following Kazakhstan? Nope. Okay. I have a little bit. Interesting. You know, I like a bit of geopolitics. Um, I mean, I'm not going to claim to know what's happening. Uh, seems like the Ruskies are in. Seems like the Yanks are saying, once you let the Ruskies in, you'll never get rid of them, uh, which I thought was pretty funny. Because, it's uh, ironic coming from America. coming yeah. from the Yanks. Uh, I learned a couple of uh, little... Um, they really said that. Oh, yeah. Anthony Blinken. Fuck he might out. be this. What is Anthony Blinken? Let's, let's just quickly check. Uh Anthony Blinken. According to Wikipedia, Anthony John Blinken is an American government official and diplomat serving as the 71st United States Secretary of State since January 26, 2021. Okay, so Secretary of the State. That is a... Now, I could be wrong, but my understanding is that essentially is the United States government's chief diplomat. Yep. So he said something to the effect to the Kazakhstani, we could probably call it a regime, similar to the Stalin regime in the people's Republic of New Zealand. So the Kazakhstani regime, to my knowledge, have called in the Ruskies because they, I mean, I don't haven't delved into it too much about the uprising, but you know, you know how I lean, and you might be in a similar boat, I... There might be some organic turmoil, and there probably is. There's organic turmoil everywhere. Are we organic turmoil? We're organic turmoil. Okay, that should be that. We should we should change the name of the podcast. (laughs) Organic turmoil with Joel and Tim. Okay, maybe we shouldn't say that because now someone's gonna now someone's gonna be someone in three years' time will be on the Joe Rogan Experience in Austin, and their podcast will be called Organic Organic Turmoil, and we'll still be sitting here. Selling stickers for dollar fifty. So okay, <laughs> ah, uh, I know where I'd rather be. I know. Well, I'd want to be somewhere in the middle. Maybe. You know. Like, would make, you no, wanna, no, no. I'd rather be here. Do you want to keep but, making kitchens for? No, 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 no. I would, would rather, rather be here. But I would I rather, rather have do. sold a million stickers. Oh, I want to sell a million stickers. <laughs> I want to sell a million stickers or coasters. Um. Anyway, Anthony Blinken. Yep. Once the Ruskies are in, you'll, yeah, they're hard to get rid of. So he's uh, telling he's telling the Kazakhstani the, regime, the regime that mm, once yep. they're in, not let them in. And they are saying, no, we need them to stop the uprising. I think the Russians had a really, the Russians had, an, in true Russian form, they had a really good retort to the American um, the Blinken statement. But uh, unfortunately, I haven't screenshot that. But they had, uh, their, their comeback was like a full, well, in my opinion, it was a full boon, and they really took the piss out of the Yanks. 
for obvious reasons because they they are they are not one to speak about getting involved in other people's problems and you can't never get leaving. Rid of them. Yeah. So they invented it. <laughs> things that uh, Kazakhstan, um, things about Kazakhstan that are of note um, are, uh, it seems like a major point between China and Russia for the Belt and Road, Chinese yep. Belt and Road. Um, the big Russian cosmodromes in Kazakhstan, I believe. So uh, Space News. Space news this week, that's where... No, this isn't space news. Space news is coming. So this is like side note space news. That's where the Ruskies launch their shit, predominantly, is in Kazakhstan. So, you know, it's kind of like Syria. The Russians have got their Mediterranean naval base, their only, I believe, Mediterranean naval base in Tartus, in Syria. Hence why all these places that get attacked, they seem to have a, you know, it's like NATO, uh, you know... Ukraine, Syria, they're all got a... That's where the Ruskies are like, fuck off. This is... We've just got this little base. Can you just... And the Yanks are always like, why are you always up in our shit? You know, that's basically what the Americans are like. Duh, why are Russia's always up in... And so that's how they act. Like They act like the Russians are up in their shit when really it seems like the, the NATO and the Yanks... Anyway, you don't need me to explain it. It's pretty fucking obvious. So another thing, they have apparently got... um. 12% of the world's uranium supply. It's an interesting one. Yep. And they are big into Bitcoin mining. Big into Bitcoin mining. So um, I do think there was, uh, according to, it may have been Adam Curry or some podcast I was listening to in the last couple of days, there was a there was a downturn in whatever metric you can see regards to Bitcoin mining in the last week. Because the Kazakhstanis, like the Chinese, were trying to crack down it, and the Kazakhstanis have, yeah, they're fucking with the internet, and it's a bit of a debacle. So, just another flashpoint in the apocalypse. Um, uh, so, but long story short, you can beat your bottom dollar that it's like there's CIA guys on the ground there yeah. fucking them up. You fucking know. I mean, you know, it'll be, it'll be, that'll be known history and three years yeah. yeah like like ukraine in the past and all that shit um so space news um we're going in this is quick i'll make it quick um uh the homoscope is up okay oh interesting. homoscope has been launched yep and but it's gonna take till like june before uh there's problems this is you know they've got to align like 18 mirrors and before they can talk to the aliens and all the demons or whatever they're trying to communicate with, you know, you know what? You know. Sounds gay. It's a well. I think it's probably more. I mean, who knows what? You know, NASA. You know, you don't know what they're really doing. What are they? Bunch up to? of Nazis fucking uh, each other. They are Nazi goat fuckers. Nazi goat fucking NASA. So that was one. That's bit it. Of, no, there's one oh. more. Oh shit. Uh, this is also about NASA. This was going around a couple of weeks ago because it's been a while since we've done a podcast. I've I've got a few things so. This was Jeremy Corbell, you know, from the UFO dude. Yep. You know, this was just his Instagram. I screenshotted it. Uh, this is in the New York Post. Um, and it was going around Joe Rogue. Everyone was posting it. Uh, NASA hired 24 theologians to study human reaction to aliens. NASA has hired two dozen theologians to explore how humans would react to the news of intelligent alien life. So... You know, it's the same with the UN. I believe the UN has a small, has people who that's their 
there is a department in the UN, albeit small, and I don't know how active they are, that would deal with... If off- there was an encounter, yep. they're in charge yeah, of and communication. Also, even the Pope has come out. I believe the Pope, or at least the whole... He's come out as gay. Vatican. Yeah, well, that's a gay... That's a nest of gay men there. Oh, you know, okay. they just... Well, what did you call it? Um, high-speed... <laughs> what did they call just it? pull their skirts up. It's just high-speed something fucking. Um, oh, it was in one of her previous episodes from a oh, long geez. time ago. Fuck it, yeah. It might have just been high-speed fucking. That's what they do in the Vatican. Easy access. Easy access, high-speed, um, homoscope, homoscoping. <laughs> um, so the 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 uh, uh, Holy See, or whatever you want to call them, the Vatican, They, I believe they've made a statement, maybe not even that recently, maybe a while ago, and it was essentially... If there are alien life forms, they they've sort of they've they've jazzed themselves up for the twenty first century, and they're now saying, yeah, if there are alien life forms, I mean, they are all God's children. So ah. you know, something is afoot. Yeah, I'm it's- not. I'm not. I don't know what it is. Do I think it's good? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> if you were to put a gun. At- uh, whenever people, whenever there's a group of people that know way more, and there's a massive group of people that don't know shit about it, it probably none of it ever turns out well. Eh? There was a, there was an interesting scene in. So I don't want to do spoilers for this, but I think I, there was the last week there was the kids were in bed. Amy was out at a mates, and I got her to download. Oh shit! I shouldn't know. Um, I. Um, purchased purchased <laughs> somehow out of the heavens a, heart, a pen drive fell on my lap and I had the new Matrix movie on it hey what am I supposed to do Tim I can't go to the fucking movies mate I won't use I have had people offer me their Vax passes but I I thank them and I do appreciate the sentiment but I am not interested in personally I'm, yeah, well, we're just supporting a place that requires it yeah, 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 yeah. I don't want to support any companies that are like, you can't come in here, Joel, because you're a fucking, you know, whatever. So anyway, that aside, I watched the new latest um, Matrix view. Probably haven't seen it yet. No. Okay. Are you good? I won't. Well, I feel like I want to watch it again, but, you know, any time there's this, it's like the three original Star. any time there's a, you know, like a culturally big, set of movies or a movie or you know and they bring out a rehash i try to lower my expectations and just yeah be in the moment i didn't hate it didn't love it it was pretty good but you know i love i love listening to the isaac weishaupt breakdown of all the symbology in there um, and there was a lot. If you, I'm always pausing it and going, oh, interesting. <laughs> but uh, you know, that's here and all there. But um, I did not. There, so, but I thought I'd go back because Amy hasn't watched it yet. So I thought we'll go back and we'll watch. So we're currently like halfway through, or three, three quarters of the way through the second Matrix. We've watched the first one a yep. couple of days ago. Then the other night we started watching the second one, and it turns out Amy had never seen the second one. You know, um, or probably the third. But there's a scene in the second Matrix. Is that Revolutions or whatever the second Matrix is? And it's where Morpheus is down in Zion. 
and Morpheus is like the spiritual prophet, and he's in the office of the military guy, hardline. We've got to fight the machines. Yep. We need all the ships. And then the counselor comes in. He's a older, wise, white dude. So the counselor guy talks to the military man. You know, what are we what are we gonna do? What are we gonna get done? What are we plan what are the plans? And then what do you think, Morpheus? Regarding they know that the Sentinels are there's like two hundred and fifty thousand Sentinels tunneling to yep. Zion. Two hundred a quarter of a million of them. They're coming. At you know, the at post haste. And they're talking to the military man's like, we need to mobilize the people, tell them as little as we as can. As little as we keep can. Keep them in the dark. Yep. Morpheus. No, he asked Morpheus what he thinks. Morpheus is like, no. Tell him nothing. No. Tell him everything. The lot. And that's, you know, that is, um, I don't even know where I got onto this, but that is, it was an interesting, oh, I know, back to this, the, 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 um, 24 space. theologians and yeah. the UN's got a space alien thing and the fucking Pope saying, they're space brothers, maybe. Why not just tell us everything? Why not? Because the fucking scum at the top think that they couldn't handle it. We could, they could, they think they can handle it. They want to know, they want to be in the know. They want to be clicky. They want to have a vaccine passport only pop-up shop. That's pretty much how we sum up the, that, that's, they're all living in, they're all sniffing their own farts in their own little pop-up pop shop. Pop-up Illuminati blood drinkers. Pop-up governments. Pop-up governments. Pop-up fucking, yeah. So that was an interesting, you know, you know movies, these, they're all, it's all the same narrative. There's this, there's this personality type, there's these groups, they want to keep the plebs in the dark. And then there's this breakaway prophet who believes in the one. Yeah. You know, everyone looks at him like he's a whack job, but maybe he isn't. But regardless... Um, yeah, Morpheus said, no, full disclosure. And that ain't something you get in this world, it seems like. Not in, not at the moment, anyway. There's no full disclosure. There's not even, there's... Well, we're trying. The, the disclosure, <laughs> we're trying our hardest, Tim. Um, we are just merely a small family-run podcast. Yep. Um, but, you know, we are trying. But, um, you know, yeah, they're definitely, definitely upping the... Um, you know, they're normalising it. Well, they have been for the last few years. few years, yeah. yeah and like we've said... Uh, for this, we're wondering for what reason. And this Ross, Ross Coltard, the Aussie journalist I was telling you about earlier, he he also makes the point, and it's a point we've talked about, was how strange it was that the Pentagon essentially have come out and said, UFOs exist and we don't know what they are, which is a part truth and then probably a total lie. <laughs> and he's saying and the, the, but the, the but what he what what are, what, are, what I mean is and no one really cared. No. <laughs> and that's what he said it's so that's the strangest thing. They got maybe it's because of the obvious reason of all the other shit but wouldn't you rather get excited about aliens and UFOs than constantly watching how many cases there are today? Like the fact that the people are uh, well, the, it's two things that might or might not be real. The people, uh, exactly. <laughs> the people are so caught up in the fear porn that they're, they're kind of addicted. How it, this is what I think. Maybe they're trying to turn the tide. You know, like Biden and Liana Wynn, and they're trying to turn the tide on the narrative. 
But how are, the, how are they going to wean the normies off the fear porn, eh? I don't think they ever want to fully win because that's how they control the normies. Yeah. But they've over fear porn the normies, would you say? Yeah, I, I, I think, think the, they the wouldn't have. Ex- break. They wouldn't have. I don't think they would have expected it have gone this well. No, no, probably not. Like they, the the, the people who sort of engineer parts of this would be thinking, fuck, we hit this one out of the park. Like, we didn't think people would comply like they have. We did do a couple of those war game simulation things, but, geez, we, didn't we didn't think it was going to work that this good. Yeah. It was going to last for two years. No. Jesus. So now they need to, like, so they need to pivot into uh, more climate change stuff. Yeah. And then that'll sort of wind COVID up. Yeah. But they've got a few, you know, they've established a few areas where they can control oh, people. Totally. I control mean, people yeah. more than they have. Yeah. They've passed a law here and there and in most countries yep. to uh you, people to will give take them lockdowns. Sweet... They'll take the lockdowns. Yeah. Yep. You know? People will take way more than they thought. I mean we were we were you doing wait till we the... were doing Zoom podcasts. I know. Well, remember that? You wait till the powerless we were doing Zoom podcasts? Wait till the, crazy, the, mate. We the were blackout in. the blackout uh climate crisis Ooh. lockdowns. Yeah. What about the coming war on China? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's uh, they're going to invade Australia this year, I think. That's my oh question. yeah, okay. Yep. Shout out my ten. I'm joking about that one. I don't think that. Um, so no, you know what my prediction for this year is? Fun times. No, I good think vibes. Gonna, I think good gonna, vibes only. Good vibes only. Everyone welcome. And I think this year, I think the curve will be flattened. I think we're going to flatten the curve. <sighs> I reckon by the end of this year, flatten I reckon out. the curve will nearly be flat. Shit. Right, that's my prediction. Have you got that's? I know that's a bold prediction, because when did that? When was that first said? Be about twenty-two months ago. Something like that. Twenty-one 20, months ago. Twenty-something. So that was twenty months ago. We're gonna flatten so the how curve. Many, We're how going hard and so early. So that's eighty odd weeks, ninety weeks. In fact, funny. Yesterday I was listening to um, listening to, I don't know how he got the stat, but Adam Curry had the stat yesterday. So that Sunday in America, he he claimed that the Yesterday on his podcast, which would have been Sunday in the States, that it was 666 days since the first utterance of Flatten flat the, the Curve. Yeah, was Sunday in America, Monday in New Zealand, oh. which is pretty funny. So 666 days since we flattened the curve and now they're just, you know, I mean, we won't even go into flattening the curve. I mean, it's it's basically a line, it's a two-dimensional line at the moment, it's just, it's just flat. If it, if it wasn't for people being whipped up and and just just doing things they certainly do not need to, there's a range of things people are doing still that they don't need to be doing. A range of things, and they're doing it to themselves. Doing it to themselves. Well, they're being helped along by propaganda, but they just need to stop doing things you don't need to be doing and start living your life again. That's pretty basic advice, but it That's seems good like advice two two. Pretty good advice for two two. Stop paying attention and just start living and don't I would say now this is this we could be sued by Pfizer for this, but I would say try to get through the year, try to, without getting anything jabbed into you, unless of course you are um like I don't know, you need an operation, you need anesthetic. I'm not too anesthetic. Try and go jab free, swab free, saliva test free. Just try to get through as far as you can without one because you will probably be fine, better off without all of them. Probably. That's yeah. Dr. Joel talking. That's Dr. Joel Malone. 
What is Dr. Tim think? Yeah, I agree. Right. Just fucking turn it off. Fuck's sake. How much punishment can they take? I don't know. Um, oh, so did you see... Um, we'll wrap up soon. Um, this was just a wee side um, saga from Breaking Points. Um, Amazon agreed to allow only five-star reviews for Xi's book in China. How crazy is that? Did you hear that? No, it just... Ah, Seems obvious. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so Winnie the Pooh put the pressure on, or Winnie the Pooh and his mates put the pressure on them. Like Amazon, like Jeff, like Cockrocket Jeff. And so will it be uh, uh, five stars only, bruh? Yeah. Hey, and you know what? That's I what, agree. All the <laughs> That's all we want. Five stars only. Five stars only. I mean, apart from, I mean, Alex Perez might, you know. You could give us a one. Buck him. Give us, I'd, you know what I'd prefer? A None. bad review. Yeah. And then I can, you know. At least you can rebut a bad review. You can rebut a bad review. Rebut a bad review. It sounds like a place in like the Hindu Kush. Rebut a bad review. Rebut a bad review. Rebut a bad review. It's sounds like, like a place in Pakistan. It's in, yeah, in Afghanistan somewhere. Yeah, in the Hindu Kush. Yeah. Maybe in the Himalayan foothills. Yeah. A but a bad review. It sounds <laughs> like you'd play like a... but a, a bad review. Maybe the New Zealand cricket team, the Black Caps, would be playing like a provincial team there. Yeah. You know, the Abutter Bad Review Oval? <laughs> Rebutter Bad Review Oval? Rebutter Bad Review. I don't think they'd have a stadium in Abutter Bad Review. No. Abutter Bad Review. I don't think they'd have a stadium more of an oval town. You know, Chris Cairns and the boys would have a wee, maybe smoke a little bit of weed there and get in trouble. Remember that? Remember they smoked a little bit of weed? Did they get in trouble? I thought Danny Morrison. I th- I, I heard Danny Morrison was On the hashish, was he? I heard, No, I heard Danny Morrison was the snitch. Oh, really? That's what I heard. Oh, if but... anyone out there knows, can prove. But I heard the person who knocked on the black, whoever wasn't. So they were in it, it a di- butter bad review and Dion, they were smoking. They were in a butter bad review. <laughs> and I believe it was Dion Nash. Daniel Loder. <laughs> Who is the American guy? Um, Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps. Snoop Dogg. Michael Phelps. Dion Nash. Michael Phelps. Daniel Loder. Dion Nash walk into a bar in a butter bad review. They say to the no. Um, no, I believe that was those. Let's, and um, Danny Morrison knocked them out. I believe so. Let's let's have a wee look. Let's get this right. Let's get this right for the listeners and ourselves. Is Danny Morrison a snitch? Oh, I think Dion Nash. Uh, let's say Dion Hash. I should go Dion Hash. Should I go cannabis or um, should I go marijuana? Oh, I'd go cannabis. Yeah, I'll go cannabis. Let's, I like that term. Uh, Dion Nash. Dion Nash. Here we go. See if there's uh, any controversy there. Oh, Dion's gone nude nut now. Dion's a nude nut. Fuck. What? What? Dion Nash is dead. No. He died the same day Tom Hanks did. Dion Nash is 50. What? Really? See, Dion Nash always seemed really... really yeah, I thought he'd be close to our age. Let's see if there's any... Yeah. Uh, Triumph, personal life. Uh, no, Dargaville. Oh, he's from Dargaville. Dargaville, suspension. What's this for? Oh, yeah, here we go. Oh, sorry, I got it wrong. 
1995, on the 1995 tour of A Butter Bad Review, (laughs) Nash was suspended for smoking cannabis along with future captain Stephen Fleming, teammate Matthew Hart, and Snoop Dogg. So there you go. So it sounds like Danny Morrison... So Chris Keynes wasn't involved in Chris Keynes was involved. Sorry. Chris Keynes was smoking opium the the next (laughs) town over. And um, didn't he have a bad... But a good review. A but a bad review. <laughs> you don't, re- yeah. Um, a but a but a bad review. <laughs> it's turned from rebut a bad review to a but a bad review. Didn't um didn't um Cairns have a heart dicky ticker recently? He's just been in yeah in the hospital, is he not? Hmm. I thought he died. I know it's hard. I know. <laughs> Chris Cairns is dead. I thought he, he died on the plane with um, Buddy Holly and Richie Valens. <laughs> he was twenty seven. He definitely died. <laughs> I heard he stuck the shotgun in Kurt Cobain's mouth. Oh, really? Yeah. And Courtney Love pulled the trigger. Well, him and um, the guy I just talked about, who I can't remember his name is. Who Michael was Phelps, yeah. Michael yeah. Phelps. <laughs> Phelpsy, I reckon Phelps, Phelpsy got, Phelpsy, they did, whoever did that to Phelpsy, that's unacceptable. Yeah. That's yeah. just, hey, if you can win multiple golds and enjoy a bong, I mean, leave the guy alone. Come yeah, on. you're just jealous that yeah, you can't achieve that's, what... That's straight hating. That's yeah. haters. Um, okay, so Dope Sick, done that. Um, we've done the theologians. Um, Are we doing our awards from last year? Oh, yep. Can um, Should I do... Oh, quickly, I've got two more sh- uh, f- quick fires. You're right. Um, and I don't care about this, really. I mean, I kind of liked... I kind of, as a tennis player, we've talked about it. Novak. He's my favourite. 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 Novak. Um, debacle in Aussie, to be expected. But apparently he's been he's let been a, through now. No, and then he got arrested again last night. Bullshit. Yeah. No, you had me on. I'm not. Google it now just to make sure. He got arrested, I think, at his lawyer's office yesterday. Novak. By the federal fucking pigs. <laughs> fucking pigs, eh? Oh, I can't spell no. I'll just say it. Novak Djokovic. Better than my thumb. Damning photo exposes. Ex, damning photos expose Novak. What? What is immediate release? Oh no! Stays here. Judge orders immediate immediate release of tennis staff from detention. So they're calling it detention. That's interesting because because the Aussie government weren't calling it detention. Reinstates visa. Novak, and this is eight hours ago, Novak Djokovic breaks silence as family launch accusations at Australian officials. 21 hours ago. No, he's out. He's out? He's out. Um, What's this? World Reacts. I, oh, fuck, that's World, World Reacts. No, they don't. I'm just reading it. I'm not reacting. Fucking New Zealand here. Why am I even looking at you? Novak Djokovic's family ends... Bah, bah, bah. Abruptly ended a press conference when asked whether tennis star knowingly mingled with children without a mask in an event he tested after he tested positive for COVID. When was this? Oh, months ago. Anyway, this is uh, so. Um, what did you? What I, you? I thought I thought he got arrested again, but I must have, I must be so wrong. So what's funny is um, also I'll just quickly tie it. So um, shout out to Novak. Although I did see a post by someone, a friend of Amy's that lives in Aussie, and. Um, look, I'm open to this stuff, but I'm also like, yeah, 
so uh, this particular lady, I think, and she, okay, she could be onto something, but Amy showed me it. This particular lady posted a photo. It was a montage of photos of Novak Djokovic. Yep. And he was, it was all the photos. It was on all these covers of all these magazines. Do you know what he was doing? Yeah. He was doing that. He was doing, all of them, his, one of his, his left eye was the only one. Like one was a, one was a fucking, they were all covering one eye and it was all the left eye. And then someone, you know, this person was like, you know, this guy is um, Illuminati confirmed. Illuminati, and it's like, definitely. look, I love an occult story, but, you know, I can't, we can't, we can't, we can't break every single fucking well-known person down to whether or not. Or maybe some people can, but I certainly can't be fuck breaking everyone down into their little Illuminati confirmed categories. So I'm just gonna go with. I like Djokovic. I, he's my. If I'm playing favorites, he's my favorite tennis current tennis player, and he has been for quite some time. I like him. Um, and people are going to bitch and moan, unvax, blah, 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 blah. Who cares? He's just there to play tennis. Let the guy have fun and the Australian government are a bunch of guns. Uh, and that just quickly reminded me about a little thing I've written down here. When I was on the way to Arthur's Pass yesterday, I stopped and get some stopped to get some gas and a coffee. And I was, so I was at the BP at the airport and um, uh, I saw the, it was, so it was Monday the 10th of January 2022 and I saw the headline, big headline on the front page of the press, and it was something to the effect that Brian Tamaki attends a, attends anti-vax protest. It was in Christchurch. The the the, the it, it's more of a it's is it a protest? It's just it's a march, right? It's a march. So I, I I had dinner with some people that went to the march on Saturday. Arvo, we had dinner with them on Saturday night. Uh, they said it was good, and there's you know most people are cool, as in people that are spectating. A couple of people give you the fingers and you just blow kisses and everyone, the vibe in the march was really good. Everyone's yep. really happy. And fuck, if people can't look at, see it for what it is, it's like people who aren't happy with the way society's going. But true to fucking form, disgusting stuff, pseudo fucking shitty journalism, I fucking despise how they break everything down to anti-vax. Yeah. It's fucking propaganda. That's not an anti-vax protest. It's just disillusioned, disgruntled members of the public who've had enough of government's draconian fucking laws and rules and mandates. That's what it is. Yeah. Call it for what it is. It's never had anything to do with the vaccine. I mean, there's elements of people that aren't keen on the vaccine because it's fucking experimental. At the fucking trial for the fucking thing doesn't end till 2023. It's like, the lockdowns. It's the mandates. It's, it's the, the fucking, fucking rules. It's, it's, all, the, yeah, totally. it's the red light, green light yeah, bullshit. Yeah. It's fucking, you can't go there. You have to stay home. You can't go to that place. You travel. can't go to, yeah, man, it's on. the It's the you can't work. It's We'll give you some cuck bucks. It's, yeah. fucking, it's just r- fucking ruining the country. 100%. So it's, I mean, when it's all washed up, I mean... I, you know, the stuff and all these shitty fucking media outlets. They'll just move on to climate change and I'll forget all about it. They're all owned by mostly overseas. They're all propped up. They're always begging begging for a fucking dollar. 
Well, I would print you, the truth and you'll you get it back out of me. You don't get any money from you shouldn't get any money because you cunts are full of shit. It's straight propaganda. Go fuck yourselves. And that's that's you're not helping. You're not helping. That's not helping. Trying to tie Brian Tamaki's in town and he's with these fucking anti vax That's not helping. You're just being more divisive and you're not fucking helping. Yeah, like you say, just I don't know. Change fucking topic. You know, they, I mean, they, I mean, they can Or say, actually go down there and report truthfully on what yeah, you see. Yeah, exactly. Go down there and talk to some of the people that you might find some really smart, interesting people. Don't who, just choose the whack jobs no, and report what they say. Like no. everyone always fucking does. And if you've got a cameraman, you find the wackiest person yep. and you try to disparage the whole group yep. by putting one nut job. One fun nut job, I might say. Yeah. Uh, up in front of everyone, so all the other people think, "Oh, these guys are crazy." Yeah. It's it's fucking bullshit. Do some proper reporting, you yeah, they, fucking I don't think, scumbags. I don't think they're capable at this point. I don't think they are either. It's clickbait bullshit world. They're living in clickbait bullshit world. Um. So shout out to all the journalists out there. Shout out to everyone <laughs> at the march. Yes. Um, yep. So the dude. The guy and his partner that I met at the thing at, at the dinner the other night, I sort of said, you know, hey, fuck, when's the next one? Might head down. Haven't been to one yet. I'm a bit, a bit of a lazy cunt like that. Um, oh, I thought this was interesting. Did you have you heard Kamala Harris? Kamala, you know the um, January sixth, the incursion, the insurrection. The, sorry, the insurrection. Did you hear her do? You gotta look the her little speech up. So she. She did a speech on the day in the states, and she was talking about the th- like she she had it in the same paragraph, the same breaths as Pearl Harbor, December seventh, <laughs> September eleven, two thousand and one, and now the January sixth insurrection. It's like these. It's. I mean, it's hard to not think America is going well, the to on, no, well, the Google only life. the only thing I can see It's crazy. No, I can tie those three things together easily. Very easily. What they're all the government knew all of them was happening. Well, all they yeah, well, they're all sort of semi false flags. Yeah. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Yeah, they, the, the, yeah, someone in the American government knew that every one of those three things was happening. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, totally. So like, oh, okay. Yeah, they're exactly the same then. Yep. She was so right. Maybe was, maybe she maybe she shouldn't have said anything. So she's trolling. Kamala's trolling. Yeah. Um, we're nearly there. We're but nearly she there. that is fucking outrageous to compare it to um oh, there was oh this was a little fun thing I saw on um RT the other day. Microbes in the ocean are evolving to eat plastic. Study. Uh, when life gives you lemons, or in this case plastic, a groundbreaking study of over two hundred million genes from DNA samples found in the environment has found that 30,000 en- enzymes have evolved to eat plastic. The sheer scale of plastic waste in the world's oceans is so drastic that one in four of the organisms analysed carried the plastic-eating enzyme. We did not expect to find such large numbers of en- enzymes across so many different microbes and environmental ha- habitats. This is a surprising discovery that really illustrates the scale of the issue, said Jan Zremek of the Chalmers University of Technology in Sweden. Uh, campaigners have long long called for action on plastic waste. The waste mass in the Pacific Ocean, dubbed the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, is currently estimated to be twice as large as the state of Texas. Still, even if the politicians aren't finding solutions, at least the enzymes are. 
And that's, See, the world, the, hey, the, the earth George does Carlin, not give a fuck about us. George Carlin called that in one of his rants. Yeah. He said that humans, shmoomans, you're not, you're not going to save the world. If we fuck our habitat for humans, the humans die, the earth will just integrate the plastic into it and just munch it and it'll be gone. Yeah. I mean, it's a no-brainer. You don't have to be... We don't need a million fucking scientists telling us how pieces of shit we are. We just... Maybe they just need to chill out a bit and go and find another fucking hobby. I don't know. How much yeah. scientists do we need? Well, I'm getting all science hatey. I, <laughs> I don't hate science. Um, now, I've got one... One Aldous Huxley quote I'd like to rant. Nice. And then we can do what are we doing? I don't I don't, I only know we know the we're gonna announce the number one guest of the year. Guest of the year. Based on download numbers. Based on download numbers, yep. yes. Very close, wasn't it, Tim? We've got our own international of the year. I don't yet, so I'm gonna think And one our up. own Kiwi of the Year. I don't have that either, okay. but I'll think one up. So um I I I've yeah, this is I believe this Aldous Huxley quote. I don't think I've read this on the podcast, but it's quite, uh, how would I describe It's quite telling. A little bit chilling, maybe. You, you look like you've got goosebumps already. A little bit, this is chilling. So I... I do like me well, some elders. Before I had a smartphone and all this sort of really fast connectivity, I used to download, like, lectures of... Like Aldous Huxley and shit from like sixties and shit, like way back. Yep. And I would have them on a hard drive, and then I'd put them on like my MP3 player back in the day. Yeah. Probably still got the hard drive, but th there was this one particular Aldous Huxley talk. It might have been at like Stanford or some Californian college. It was all you know. It was about the future essentially, and this was a quote. I remember it. I used to listen to it all the time, but this was a quote taken from it. And bear in mind, this is the author of Brave New World. If you haven't read that, I would you highly recommend that? Yes. Is that on your highly recommended list? Certainly on mine. Yeah. Brave New World. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think Daz Hansen put me onto that. Shout out to Daz. Uh, what do you think? I think it's a really good book. Yeah. Has we, anyone... We, we've, made... we've spoken about this, I mean, a few episodes ago, and we what you're about to say is, and I totally agree, no, they haven't, and it's crazy they haven't made a movie. I'd hate for them to fuck it up, though. I'd hate for, some, I'd hate for like... Um, Who's a big name? Who's that? Who's the big name Hollywood um, guy that does all the boom boom movie? Like not um, Michael Bay. No, <laughs> there's that guy. No, the J.J. Uh, J. Abrams. Or oh, something okay. Like. No, yeah. no, no. They wouldn't get him to do it. Maybe someone who's a bit more. Um, I don't know. You'd want someone like well, you'd want like someone like Stanley Kubrick if he's still alive. Someone like that. Bit of a weirdo tripper yeah. to do Brave New World because you want to, you don't want to underdo it. You want to jazz it up. Anyway, here's the quote from Aldous Huxley. This was in about, um, don't quote me, but it probably around the late 50s, early 60s. There will be, oh, sorry, and I'll say, and I quote, <laughs> listen to this fucking asshole. There will be, in the next generation or so, a pharmacological method of making people love their servitude and producing dictatorship without tears, so to speak, producing a kind of painless concentration camp for entire societies, so that people will in fact have their liberties taken away from them, but will rather enjoy it, because they will be distracted from any desire to rebel by propaganda or brainwashing, or brainwashing enhanced by pharmac pharmacological methods. This, and this seems to be the final revolution, Aldous Huxley. So, I mean, 
we're basically there. If we're not fully there, we're in the early throes of that. Yeah. Whatever that is. A brave new world, you might say, Tim. Anyway, um, so uh, ponder that. Look the quote up. Even find the find the speech. It's a pretty. Good, it's a. I mean, find the chat. It's a pretty good lecture. I mean, it's pretty like he's an inside sort of guy, Elder Huxley, from the you know, their family had ties to the. Um, I mean, the Huxleys were. Um, I think his like granddad or some shit or dad or his granddad was chummy with like um, who's Evolution dude? What's his name? Evolution dude. Darwin. Yeah, they're all chummy. They're all, you know, those, they're all these fucking aristocratic blue bloody, you know, it's all fucking been going on. <laughs> insiders, mate. The insiders. So he seems smart to us, but he knew. Oh, yeah. He seems smart. It's, but he, he, he knew because he's an insider the whole time. So yeah. he's just, he's just writing what he knew was going to happen. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't like he was like a fucking Just prophet. making it up. No, he's no Nostradamus. It's like, um, it's like the old, <laughs> the Arthur C. Clarke quote that I always fuck up, but I'm trying to get it dialed. I should, it shouldn't be hard for me. But it's any sufficient technology is indis- sorry, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. Yeah. So it's the same for that. Yeah. Any sufficiently advanced prediction is indistinguishable from like being a prophet or a unless, fiction or a movie or whatever. Unless you know, I know that there's this, and I know this, this get, this makes people think, no, there's not a, there's not families and groups that plan well in advance. <laughs> I mean, I used to be ridiculed for thinking that that was a thing, but why would you not at least entertain the thought that there very well could be groups that unlike your human average human which we are that just we live our lives we nurture well hopefully most people do but we nurture our kids we hopefully get to meet our grandkids if they have if we have grandkids and we get to nurture them somewhat and then if you're lucky lucky well maybe you're not lucky but you might get to meet your great grandkids you know but typically i don't have a plan Really, past. I mean, I'm sometimes playing what I'll do tomorrow. Maybe. But next some week. families do have a plan. Fuck yeah. And you're brought up oh, totally. knowing the plan. Yeah. And almost forced Just to because, uh, yeah. participate in the plan. Totally. Think of the royals. Yep. It's a, oh, such a big fucking deal when mul- one of them groups one that, of them pulls the pin. This, uh, like they're, they're like planning. they're like out in the open ones. Yeah. But think of all the hidden pa- families totally. that are just planning shit. I mean, just because your family, you, your are family and hopeless. my family and all the other families don't <laughs> plan intergenerationally. <laughs> don't for one moment think that there, there aren't families in the world that plan intergeneration, intergeneration, uh, you know what I mean? Intergenerationally. Intergenerationally. A, a but. A butter bad review. But, That's easier butter, to say than intergenerationally. I oh, got it. There we go. Butter bad it. review intergenerationally. Inter- <laughs> <laughs> inter- this is why our family shouldn't plan intergenerationally because we can't talk d- properly. Because we're fucked <laughs> And we fuck each other. We're from the coast. <laughs> <laughs> They're intergenerational, mate. They're just fucking they inbred. We're, they're intergenerational. <laughs> intergenerational. Yes. And we are inbred. We're inbred generationals. 
<laughs> the Inbred Generationals. There's another podcast name. That one's available. I'll sell that. I'll get the inbredgenerationals.com. I own that. I own that. You can anyone if anyone wants intergenerational inbred generationals, please hit me up. Uh, on, about uh, a bad review. About a about a bad review. So yeah, so uh, that's them. They know what's coming down the tubes, and we don't. So it makes it pretty hard. So we do pretty good. We're punching above our weight here on the Joel and Tim show, aren't we, Tim? Yes, always. Um, so without further ado, what let, have we got? Let's do, what are we going to do first? We are going to do, uh, we'll do guest of the year. Well, I think that's the big one. Okay. okay Is that we'll the big one? Yeah, we'll leave that to last. Have you got a? Have you got an international person of the year Fuck. for last year? Do you? Yes. Okay. You go first, Alfred. This is very cliche, okay. and it doesn't represent how much I listen to this person, but I'm going with our Lord and Saviour, Joe Rogan, well, former International have, Man of the Year. It's going to be hard to top that. Based we on, are acolytes. We are acolytes. It just Based on his guests and oh, his, his, game up. Yeah, his way of introducing us to information that we would have never get and let, so not just us, the world, letting the world know yep. that there's other, perspe- other, narratives, yeah, other narratives, other perspectives, other perspectives out there. And not even perspectives, though. No. They are, it's beyond perspective. Yeah. This isn't just perspective. He's letting out, uh, he's, he is um, introducing people into the narrative that are suppressed because they're not towing the line. Yeah. That is, that's oh, it's serious so business. good. So for, for me, that was, that's, yeah, that's him. And that's not, because I think he's awesome, blah, 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 blah. And there's lots of shit he does that I don't agree with. Um, I'm not just saying he's awesome at everything. Do you but not like at his this, shoes that have toes? No, they suck. At this, he's done a great job last year because no one else was fucking doing it. So, yeah, that was it. Okay, fuck. Well, I'm going to, um, international. Jesus Christ, it's hard. You, you, I, I got to pick one out of the team of 8 billion. Yeah. That's rough. Um, I'm going to go. Have you got a New Zealander? Yep. Okay. Um, I'm going to say. You've had you've had a couple of weeks. For I this. know. I know. Well, you know, this is just turning into a real sausage party. Go for it. But I mean, the prerequisite. I got that one right. The prerequisite for this award is someone. Who isn't from New Zealand? Yeah. Oh no, they, they well they can be. They can be, but they're into so they're international. Who's had a big impact on me this year? And I'm very much in line with you, but just slightly to the left. I'm gonna have to go with Adam Curry, the Podfather. Well done. Because he's had a big impact on lots of things. I mean, in the last year, listening to the the No Agenda podcast has been uh um, I've listened to more No Agenda this year than I have Rogan. Not same. I mean, two, two. Well, yeah, no, probably have two. I pretty much, without getting fanboy, I mean, I, I listen to every No Agenda, two both, both Monday week. and Friday. I listen to them that day. There's not yeah. many days either episode get into the next day. Three hours, but I do fast forward the, I do fast forward the middle where they tell 
tell you who's given them money. Oh yeah, always fast forward that. Yeah. It's about twenty or thirty minutes. Yeah. Of, of, yeah. of but hey, look, I mean, I'm still I what I don't I'm even care. A, I'm still a douchebag. I don't Same. like it. And free, I will free content. You have to fast forward a couple. You know, of bits. I do sometimes Please. daydream Tim about sending in a donation, and do you know who I'm going to call that as a douchebag? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you could beat me to it. So you have to let me know if okay. you donate and you call me out as no, a douchebag. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, because then I will have to let you listen to it. You gotta let me. Okay, so okay, so two 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 prominent podcasters. That's I mean, are, how are cliche are international we're people cliche, we're, we're cliche, but hey, it's I the mean, world we're living in at the yeah, moment. What do you, what do you think, think I was gonna say? Fucking, what do you job. think I was gonna say? Joe Biden. I mean, come on. What, did, I, did, I, did, the, did the listeners think you were gonna say Boris Johnson? I mean, come on. Come on. Clash Wob was in the running though, but anyway, oh, Adam Curry just put them. Close second. Uh, right, New Zealand. I don't have one. For, there you go. I don't have a New Zealander either. Um, my New Zealand of the year is just sitting. No, oh no. I was no. gonna. I was. <laughs> Were you gonna? Okay, my mine's a bit sadder. Just my New Zealander of the year is Dr. Jeff Aiken. Oh, poor old Jeff. A friend who passed away. Not only a friend, I'd say a mentor. A men- definitely a mentor. Yes. Passed away on Boxing Day last year. Mm-hmm. He was my jujitsu coach. He was the head of the gym he owned the gym and uh yeah like you said he was a bit of a mentor for me and They're important mentors yeah, yeah for sure yeah I mean, what and are I, you what are you without men i mean you know and i you know not just the last year but the last sort of five odd years he has been yeah one of i don't know the, the person who's made an impact on my life for sure 100 so uh yeah, that was a bit bit of a shock um, to end the year, really. Not a great way to no, end. No, not the a year. great year. But no. yeah, so Dr. Jeff Aiken, rest in peace. He is my uh, he was my New Zealander of the year. Mm, fair enough. Sorry to bring the mood down. Uh, that's okay. Hey, <laughs> Tim, you know the mood. Uh, hey, it was tough. You know, they, was tough. Yeah, the mood can't always be up. No, the no, mood it can't. cannot always be up. Um. Well, well, really, I should apologise because, uh, I mean, I'm really going to bring it down here because you, you had a very heartfelt one. And I'm now, just going to say Patrick Gower, <laughs> New Zealander of the Year. Oh, okay. Ratman. Ratman. Doing it. Okay, so Joe, Adam, RIP Jeff, yep. Ratman, and Tim, I'm going to... You, I want you to announce this. Okay. I'll, now, do, I'll do a finger drum roll. Do a finger drum roll. Uh, but Mitz, I'll just, please don't judge me, Mitz, because I don't have good rhythm. This was this came down to oh, one. Nick Nick. It was one singular download. <laughs> We're not going to tell you the, the the overall numbers, but we don't want to scare we don't want to scare people with the big numbers. Oh shit, massive numbers! But there was a one download <laughs> difference between these two. I mean, it couldn't. I mean, it literally couldn't. Well, it could only be closer by being a, a draw. Yeah. yeah. So Nick and Nick. Yep. Um. So, podcast guest of the year. Should we do the runner-up? Okay. Okay. In second place. Matthew Mitten. Ooh. <laughs> Got at, hit at the post. Oh, by one. Which means the... Joel and Tim Show podcast guest of the year, Joel and Kill Kelly. Well done. Joel. Congratulations. So uh, there, let's pick up that, the mood of it. Yeah, that, that wraps the awards for last yep, year. Yeah. So you know, we'll be hoping to get those two back on uh, in twenty twenty two. That'd be great. 
uh, open invitation. And there's going to be lots of other... Well, there's an open invitation for anyone listening. Pretty much, yep. Um, Alex Perez? Yes, of course. Well, he needs to talk well, through... he's vaxxed, he can fly. Yeah. He can sit there. I mean, and he look, needs to explain I, I himself. Talk, I'm a big loud asshole, but really, at the end of the day, I'm willing to listen... And hear his side of the story. Yeah, well, he needs to explain. But he's going to have to come in. He's going to have to come into a hostile. He's going to have to come into this hostile little sleep out in Bishopdale. <laughs> and I must say, I don't know about you, but it's bloody hot. Oh man. my god, it's How hot. Not as hot as it would be in a a but a better review, but um no. But it's very hot in here. Um, so we wish you all. Welcome, welcome back for 2022. Welcome back. We wish everyone a successful year. That goes without saying. Yep. Um, and do you have any predictions? My prediction was we will finally flatten the curve in 2022. <coughs> yep. My prediction is when they try to jab the kids, it's all going to fall over. Okay. I like that. I, I so want to hold the line. I want to protect. I mean, this is Robert Kennedy Jr.'s whole thing. His whole thing is you have to talk like this. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, you got to get past that. But yeah, his that's his his whole thing is protecting the children's health. Because unlike the adults who can, even though the um, what is the thing that um, what is the thing they're supposed to provide you with before you get any medical procedure? It's called. I should know this. Um, Something consent, informed consent. So I would say most adults that get the stabby jabby haven't really been that informed to get the consent from the adult. No, because you know, as I don't know if people are aware, but there's the stories that go around, or the videos, or the recorded audio about the you know people in America going to CVS and getting the jab, and they well before they get the jab, they pull the insert paper out and it's got nothing on it. There's no, it's like anyway that aside. Uh, but when it, when it comes to kids, I mean. Kids are, if kids have got to be, because kids. You can't consent if you don't understand. But the parents don't even see. Exactly. So if the parents don't seems understand. seems like. How the kids would understand. Exactly. So parent, you know, the parents, there's a, you know, if you, I don't want to shit on people for getting your kid jab, but do you not just, I don't, do you not just want to hold, do you not just want to hold off? But, you know, because who, you know. I don't, it just seems like you're putting your kid in the firing line for something that, you know, it just, I don't know if people are, it's just the fear porn's relentless, people get scared. Yeah, the world's a dangerous place, we've been over this a million times, but the reality is, this is Dr. Joel talking here, Dr. Joel Malone, with authority. The reality is, the risk to kids, it's just not there, it's not worth it. I mean, is the vaccine more of a risk than COVID? Yes. I, maybe. Could be. In kids, yes. It might be. You don't know well, what it's COVID's doing. Got you don't know what it's no doing risk. to their precious wee bodies. There's no doubt. No, the long the long term studies show us it does nothing. There aren't any long sorry <gasps> to Dr. Joel Malone's gonna gonna have to wail on you, mate. There are no long term studies, mate. This is a live trial, brah. And parents are gonna throw their you're throwing your kid in, into a live trial. I don't know about you, mate. But unless if Will you go to a jail for abuse? He, no, they won't. They'll just maybe there'll be a, there might, you know what there might be there might be a lot of regret. Oh, regret! But then, then they can turn one, that around it? and say, you know, if your kid died of COVID, you might regret not giving the jab. But there's not there's not there's not that much data that the, the, the jab protect, uh, gives you that much protection anyway. Maybe a little bit. Let's just say there's a little bit. But anyway, 
Um, I don't know. I, you know, if you're asking me, I'm holding off. I mean, no, if you ask me, I'm not getting it done at all. Yeah. If you ask me for my <laughs> advice, I'd just be like, just call your, call your jets for a minute. Let's yeah. not race into this. There's no big hurry. You can always do it. It's not a bowler. You can never take it back. It's, yeah, you can never take it back. It's not a bowler. It's not, we're not living in 12 monkeys. It's not 12 monkeys land. It's not fucking, you know, just, I don't think, I don't, I don't know how many minds we're going to change here. How many, what are we, what are we getting downloads? What? This might get a hundred downloads. Yeah, easy. Easy. How many of those? I mean, hey, hey like, should we get real kumbaya? If I could change one mind. To, if Dr. <laughs> you made Malone, the world a better place. If Dr. John Malone could change one mind. And that mind changed too. I could, oh yeah. And then just like fractals, fractals of mind changing. Mind change. <laughs> hey, you know, hey. <laughs> so yeah, that's how the bad uh, ideas so get your out there. Prediction is uh, the unravelment. Um, it will be. It'll revolve around, around the kids. Revolve around the kids. Okay. Yeah. So mine is the curve will be flattened, and uh, my second prediction is. The Queen will be dead before the Queen will be dead in the first quarter of the year. To join Tom Hanks. <laughs> and um Alex Bal- Alec Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, so that's my predictions. We're gonna flatten the curve. The Queen will be dead in the first quarter. Uh, yours is um She's gonna join Tom Hanks and Alec Baldwin in heaven. <laughs> pow pow and, and uh okay so and hey if anyone wants to uh if if any listeners want to let us know of your predictions for 2022 hit up timothy carl bromley on the gram on the gram and and we'll we'll, we'll uh, raise them on the next episode or so oh interesting fun note did you see your um, sort of namesake Priest pastor dude, Carl Bromley. Yeah, I mean, I've heard. I haven't read the article, but I've heard that he got raided by the pigs. Yeah, and they took his guns and. What, do you know you? You'll probably I, know, no. I do well, know a little bit about I know. that. What happened? Yeah, well, because I had what someone. To your namesake, your I Lord had and Savior, Carl Bromley. Talk to me about that. Someone, you check this family tree. Someone I know well talked to me about this, and they're like, "Oh, you know, he had." You know, a couple of hundred. He had a hundred rounds of ammo and all this. And I'm like that's fuck all. I'm like, yeah. I, I said, so you're parroting something you you read in the paper. You know, nothing about guns. Rounds. I, I said in my my debut sh- uh, pistol shooting experience, I I shot off like four hundred rounds by myself. If you said to me if someone had ten thousand rounds at their house, I'd be like, that's a that's that's a that's a bit of ammo. Yeah. But if you said they got a hundred, I'd be like, you need to go and top up. Like, yeah. You're about probably a thousand rounds short. You were you were nine thousand nine hundred rounds short of just a nice number because I mean you know how fast you can go through them. Wow, especially if you and do if you you're know, at your door just firing at the, the team in blue, you so need you need a bit of ammo. What else? What was? I mean, I know we could just I could just read the story, but. I know I'm going to get a slanted, shitty stuff version, so I won't bother. But and what else was he? So what? He was raided on what? Under what authority? What? What? What they? What they raid him? Uh, what was the? Gist? Because he's a gun owner 
who's saying disparaging things about the government. Well, fuck, that's, I mean, I mean. Get in line. Yeah. Just because you own a, a gun doesn't mean, what, you can't. I mean, I've the, the, uh, they probably a gun for quite some time, and I. Well, the thing is, wish, though, I'm not wishing if, harm. As we, a as a gun from the owner, fact that we did joke about dropping a B61 thermonuclear dollar nuke. If someone in the if someone in the police listened to this and knew that you were a gun licensed, <laughs> chappy. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they'd come knocking. Well, that's just silly, Tim. That's the they've gone full. They've gone full woke soft cock pussies too. Yeah. I just have a gun for pest control out in North Canterbury. You know, and that's it. And that's got nothing to do with... Blowing up the beehive. How well I think Jacinda and her fucking crooks are doing in the bee... That's, that's not here nor there. It's a, you think I... You think... Come on. I mean, yeah, there's the odd wacko in the world. There's the odd Brenton Tarrant. Me personally... I quite enjoy being with my family and friends and having fun in my garden. I mean, I'm not going to go shooting the fucking place up, just for the record. This is just a this is a just story. A th- yeah, Total you're just bullshit. throwing throwing everyone you've off. You've seen my. You've if you seen, look at your Instagram feed and people go, "Oh, he just loves gardening. He would never do anything bad." Yeah, that's my whole cover story, mate. So if you go into my house, you've seen my spare room. It's just red, bits of red wall connecting photos, and yeah. I've got this massive. Yeah, you know, it's got fucking little, RPGs and fucking. Claymores and I got a you know IEDs that are ready to be put in the ground. A picture of the Starlins in the middle, right Starlins in the center. Starlins in the middle, with their eyes carved out with my fucking boning knife. You know, just normal stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, I love the Starlins like I love any other human being. You know, they're probably great people. Tim, let's be honest, mate. Maybe we've gone too far. Maybe, Maybe the have. Starlins are great. Yeah. Maybe Clark's a fucking great. He did. Not say thank you to me when I held the door over for that time in the fucking... Maybe know. he was just too high. Maybe he was just sad. Yeah, maybe he could be and, depressed. Maybe him and Comrade Jacinda had just had a fight that day. Maybe. You know, maybe Jacinda's Never just, judge a book by its cover. Maybe Jacinda's just trying to... Maybe she's just trying to help... Fuck him and he's maybe, like, I'm, maybe, not, I'm maybe not into that. she really thinks Clash Schwab is the, the Lord and Saviour and he's going to come and save the planet. Maybe... Maybe that's why she's rolling out as Build Back Better um, Great Reset Plan. Maybe, maybe maybe we've got it all wrong. Maybe we've got it all wrong. Maybe we don't need to own anything. Maybe we should eat insects and crickets. Maybe we should just live on crickets. I, I don't really I think like I'm going anyway. to I'm going to give up meat. I don't really like meat anyway. Nah, I think I'm just going to like live soy. on soy. I'm going like, to just live on corn and soy you know and canola oil. You know, on the Nebuchadnezzar and the Matrix movies, they just ate that gloop. Yeah. Maybe we just eat gloop. Yeah. Maybe I just studied in glue. I think we've been wrong. Maybe I think we I are I need to lower my carbon footprint, eh? Yeah. I'm a fucking art. Fuck, I'm, I'm, I'm a bad guy. I'm a really bad guy. Maybe we've got it wrong. Maybe we should... Is this the end of this? This is the last podcast. Okay, sorry guys. This is the end of the Joel and Tim show. <laughs> this is it. I, I, I think we've... Yeah, no. I think we've done enough damage. Okay. Okay. Hey, it was nice. Um, stay in touch, though, guys. Look, it was nice. That you guys listen for a year and a half, two 70 years. 70 episodes. Yeah. But I think... Let's go Arden. Let's go Arden. 